0: what's going on everyone welcome to the season gaming big cast episode 235 i am your host ainsley bowden as always we are here to talk about the biggest topics in gaming with industry technical and legal insight joined as always by these two okay gentlemen i'm gonna give them okay today you know what i mean i mean they're average i'm feeling okay That's a compliment, (laughs) man. The filthy casual, the seven himself, Mr. Rodriguez. What's happening, brother?
1: He tore me away from Hitman for maybe a couple hours, then I'm going right back. And then (laughs) I have to go out to the tiny town of Paola, Kansas, and watch the Chiefs play uh, with uh, my family, who likes to – actually, my wife's family. uh, Very, very angry uh, when they watch games. It's actually kind of exciting. I like to sit outside. <laughs> uh, I can see the TV from there, have my cigar. And oh, okay. uh, then I come in every once in a while and I'll say something like, Oh yeah, that for sure was a penalty. And then like I watch like her dad, uh, her her sister just like lose their minds and then I'll walk back outside. It's awesome. Such a good day.
0: Okay. You lost me at Paola, but other than that, you know. Yeah. 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 It's not great. <laughs> Speaking not great. of Paola, Kansas. The hipster himself, Mr. Tie Guy, Travis. Good morning, sir.
2: Oh, I'm the hipster. Wow. That's never been accused of that. I wear a full suit every day. I'm pretty conformist over here, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, Question on Dan being described as a filthy casual. Is the emphasis on filthy or casual? Which is he more? Is he more? Because I see... I just want to know is he filthier than he is casual or is he more casual than he is filthy because that's to me that's he's competing for both of those titles you know what I mean I
1: yeah i mean it depends on the day but you know i like to try to keep it 50/50 but you know
2: really so to keep it balanced It's yeah. intentional it balanced. choice you want to make yeah. it? okay that's interesting oh, for sure. okay for sure all
0: Go right on. all right look someone's already calling for a a new poll a round two <laughs> a round two of gold versus matching frame we're gonna are we gonna we do, do it again today we, we can should do, do it again poll, we Why should do the poll
2: filthy filth versus casual we have our poll today already right filthy which versus casual which yeah. is dan moore filthy or casual i would love that poll. <laughs> if that is a 50 50 i'm gonna be really impressed by the people in mm-hmm. chat i <laughs> pretty good. Really don't see how they can. <laughs> I'll All right. I'll
0: get that, we'll get a poll going here shortly. Um, <laughs> so uh, we got quite a few games to talk about today. Finally, we can finally talk about some games. So we had uh, Xbox Developer Direct we're going to talk about. Obviously, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about Hi-Fi Rush and that surprise release. We've got Dead Space is out. Uh, Travis has some things he can finally talk about. We've got Freelancer for Hitman 3, which... I. I don't know if anyone here has played that, but we can try to talk about it. Uh, Goldeneye mm-hmm. is finally here. I don't know why. Uh, we've got the DualSense Edge. Uh, I'm going to comment on real quickly and uh, a few other things: Forza, uh, Redfall, etc. So, uh, should be a good uh, should be a good show. Looking forward to chatting about games finally. Uh, we did want to share with everyone here that we uh, we sent a care package to Hogue last week. I think we mentioned it on last week's show, but we wanted to share a picture, you know, because of the uh, uh, the history with this show, our Cracker Barrel bet with Travis, the Resident Evil chatter that we've had. We kind of put together a care package, which Stan organized. And uh, this arrived for Hogue on what Thursday? I think he said he got it and uh, he was pleasantly delighted. So it was a nice care package. We got a little peg game in there. We got a little Resident Evil 6 representation and, uh, you know, plenty of Cracker Barrel stuff to go around. So as soon as Travis finally gets to experience Cracker Barrel for himself, he'll. Uh, this is what his closet is probably going to look like. It might be Resident Evil 4 instead of 6, but generally speaking, this is going to be Travis in the future.
2: Uh, that's more yeah, that shirt my than, than I own have. currently right there in that photo. That's great. <laughs> so hilarious.
0: You can wear a tie with a Cracker Barrel t-shirt. Start a new trend. I guess you could. Um,
2: (laughs) That would be a tough look to pull off, but not impossible. Impossible for me. Let's just put it that way.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say where where you live, I don't think anyone would even bat an eye. You just kind of do what I'm, you want, you know.
2: I'm surprised they have a Resident Evil Six t-shirt. I'm I I feel like those should be worn It's not official. It's definitely not official. Not okay, gotcha. I was gonna say <laughs> yeah. if if you printed a bunch of Resident Evil Six t shirts, I feel like they're being worn by some war torn country, you know, like the losing Super Bowl t shirts, you know, that just go out to wherever they need shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: rob actually says where's the mass effect 2 merch which made me think we should have gotten him an andromeda shirt
2: ah yeah next time to- yeah, i don't know time. resident evil 6 is his worst take can we agree he's got a lot of bad takes but i feel like that's that's like an unforgivable one that's like what's that's wrong up there with you. yeah
0: yeah when when i think about Hogue, i i can't think of a take that's worse than that and as to your point there's been a lot of bad ones yeah
2: terrible like unforgivable with that one i mean i still have i i have your reaction photo saved in my phone as it's one (laughs) one of my wallpapers i think you know uh of of your face (laughs) reacting to that and it's scary
1: it's pretty horrifying i'm gonna find a gift form on my phone of that reaction it was so good
2: oh really you have both of us that's pretty impressive i'll send them to you guys yeah Yeah, I've got. Um, I'm gonna find Ains's here and show it on the camera because it's just, it truly is like (laughs) this guy. He was not ready to hear that. None of us were, right? None of us were. So, no
0: one, those words should never like you know how, like, sometimes it amazes you that certain words can be put together to form a sentence, and you're like, probably nobody in the world has ever said that string of words together in that way, you know what I mean? Yeah, and when someone says, Resident Evil Six was better than Resident Evil Village. You have to imagine that those words have never been put together in that yeah. form before. And I just I it shocked
1: said, me. I think he said it, he preferred six over eight.
0: No, no, no.
2: He sure. said it's a better game. He said it's he a really, better gosh. dude. It's yeah. burned he into my brain. He said he, yeah. Said, yeah. he said he, uh, he, defend said defend him, him, so. he said a Resident Evil Six <laughs> is better than Resident Evil Village. And then the reason he offered for it was because Resident Evil Village stretched to fit Seven into its title, which seems to me completely unrelated to the quality of the game. But what do I know? I just review games for a living. Anyway, I uh, have no frame
1: of reference. So, yeah,
2: (laughs) uh, I'm gonna gonna find this Ains photo. Damn it, it's somewhere (laughs) in my phone. It's one of my wallpapers, must be saved somewhere.
0: (laughs) Terrible! it's terrible. (laughs) Every couple couple
2: hours, it pops up, and then you know, my fiance goes, I forget that you have Ains's face as a wallpaper (laughs) for your phone, and I'm like, proudly, (laughs) man, proudly.
0: Oh, my God. All right. Um, so that was the care package. Uh, on a healthier note, uh, excited to say that if you follow Hogue and you follow his content, you, of course, know Lawyers and Dragons and, you know, uh, some of the LawTube uh, kind of crew that do a, a lot of member or a lot of videos, excuse me, on that content. So next week, we are going to be joined by Mr. Ian Runkle. Uh, oh, my God. That. that yeah, that was my re- that was my reaction. I was like, "What!"
2: Instant what? reaction, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. beyond belief, fantastic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yes, next week we're going to be joined by Ian Runkle. Um, so that's uh, we tried to get him on for this week. He had a conflict. Next week he's going to join us, and that should be a lot of fun. I know that he's done a lot of content with Hogue. Uh, he's a gamer himself, obviously. And it uh, should be fun to have a, a new guest on the show and we can kind of share some funny stories about Hogue, I'm sure. So it should be a good one. <clears throat> All right. Okay. So now that we got that out of the way, yes, we've got the pull up. I, I had to go with Golder matching again. Sorry. It's by by formal request, Travis. We, we got to do it again. Um, well, we'll see how democratic the process, you know, two times in a row. We're doing a recount. The recount's going to show the same results as the first, I, I hope. So we'll see. All right, let's jump over to Currently Play It. So, Travis, I'm going to start with you because uh, it's been a few weeks now. I know you were playing a few games for review, a few kind of preview things. I think you can finally talk about one
2: or two of them. One of them. I can talk about one, one of, of them. them.
0: Yeah, okay, so well, let's start the, um,
2: there. Yeah, let's start about the one I can talk about, which is a um, third-person action game called Wanted Dead, uh, which I played. I, th- I think pretty much in its entirety the the preview only let me talk about the first three levels but i i basically beat it um and it's a um yeah it's it's made by the uh some uh, developers from the ninja guidance studio who worked on uh that that game and it's it very clearly shows um and my preview uh, which you can read on ign.com uh is basically uh you know saying that um it feels like a ps2 era game you know original xbox game and the fact that it's extremely unpolished the voice acting is like stilted and and really terrible uh and the uh you know just everything about it is sort of like crazy balls to the wall type stuff um but it's it's kind of refreshing in its non uh polished state it's kind of just like fun and silly and reminds me of types of games we don't really get a lot anymore um, and so, yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with that game. Um, the guy who's reviewing it uh, for IGN, M- Mitchell Saltzman, um, I think he and I have different opinions about it. We talked about it at a holiday party, but uh, um, we'll see. It, it, it's, it's just a weird game. And so if you're into old school feeling games that have like a little bit of a Yakuza silliness uh, to them and um, ridiculous over the top. Uh, combat uh, it's it's a lot of fun it's also pretty challenging and so you might get a kick out of it i played it on the hard difficulty so um you know half of the, my game time i think i played it for like 15 hours and like half of that was me just like dying and replaying the same level areas over and over again because uh you get killed man you get killed a lot yeah. in the game. at least i did so
0: is it um did you play it on pc or is it on console too
2: i played it on pc because at the time that was the only build that was functional um, yeah. but it is it is on console, it's coming kind of Xbox, PlayStation,
0: etc. So okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've seen since we first talked about it, I've seen some uh some other previews and kind of clips of it. it looks really damn cool. So definitely check yeah. it out. Wanted Dead. Is do you have a release date off the top of your head? Or is it out? It comes out
2: uh no, it's not out yet. It comes out, I think um early February. It's pr- it's pretty close. or maybe okay. mid February. It's it's pretty close. It comes out in a couple weeks. Um I think our review's already done. They gave us super early copies, which is nice for a change. So yeah, um, yeah, that one, that one, uh, you can pre-order it now. I saw it was on Xbox, um, uh, like store earlier. So yeah, I think, I think it's cool. getting ready to come out. Um, it's been done for a while though. So I assume they're pol- polishing stuff. Yeah. February 14th comes out on Valentine's day. Perfect gift for the wife, you know? Um, there you go. Not, <laughs> not really. Not really
0: <laughs> Thank you. Zeds. Yeah. Appreciate you. Awesome.
2: Yeah, the the other stuff I can't talk about, but um, my review of SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake comes out tomorrow morning. Um, so I will okay. be, talk, be able to talk about it tomorrow. And then the game comes out on Tuesday. So if you want to know whether or not you should play SpongeBob SquarePants, the Cosmic Shake, uh, you can read my review tomorrow and then know whether you should buy it or not buy it on Tuesday. That's my recommendation to you. Um, and then my uh, next review is definitely not something I can talk about. I'm reviewing Hogwarts Legacy.
0: Yes. That's
2: all I can, all okay. I can say about it. I'm reviewing it's, that game.
1: It's doomed. It's doomed. We're all screwed. I was super okay. excited, you know. And uh, now that Travis is reviewing it.
0: Oh, I was like, wait, chance,
1: what? Zero chance it's going to be good.
0: Okay.
1: Great. I cannot comment at this a- time. <laughs> I cannot comment at this time i'm just going off of past experience so thanks guys at ign for <laughs> you know, sliding that into travis's dms
0: there you go so there you go uh good morning everyone or good afternoon thanks for jumping in early in the show here so we've got a bunch of other games to talk about um so where do we want to start why don't we start dan i'm gonna let you go brother Let's talk about the freelancer mode for hitman three. And if I recall correctly, you can certainly uh, correct me, but they, they released freelancer and they released kind of the, the new structure of hitman three to finalize how it is when you play it. Right. So now it's kind of a singular contained experience and they update some of how you can approach it and go into it.
1: Yeah. So they, it was funny. We talked about this last week about the live service aspects of it. They've actually added stuff you can buy now, uh, to decorate your house so I, I hope that's not you know i hope it's just it's like two packs and they're like five bucks a piece and i hope that's as far as they go but they probably will continue to do it so live service Crap. yep there it is gas <laughs> yep, officially gas hey anyway. they
2: gotta they gotta keep their their devs employed right so they
1: gotta do it yeah. I, I just hope they continue to support it you know i mean it, it's 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 not so freelancer is basically a rogue like that is uh in the Hitman game hitman 3 is now all encompassing of hitman 1 2 and 3 Uh, a bunch of the uh other little dlc missions and uh there's a couple i think a storyline it's like a called patient zero it's all included in that i believe now in one package Um, and then freelancer comes out it's basically you know agent 47 on his own uh no handler like Diana even though she still talks the entire time um and it's it's all randomized so you you will go out uh and say to to Italy and you will um yeah, it'll be random NPCs that have been in the game or you know they have their own little uh NPC paths and stuff so uh they, they basically made it so you you it, it's got kind of infinite replayability now I mean I haven't seen anything repeat So far. So, I'm not 100% sure if it's like procedurally generated every time. Um, I know if you uh, like were to back out of a mission, it's, you know, like, because I had my game basically shut down. uh, It was a bug or something and it went back to the the home screen. I relaunched it, uh, got back into that mission, and it was exactly the same. Had to kind of start it over. So, um, but other than that, there's been no repeat, you know. NPCs that you go after so 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 far that's good uh otherwise it plays like Hitman you have to kind of change the way you play at least I did because I was always you know the guy that would try to get the silent assassin rating try to make sure all the bodies were hidden try to do all this stuff uh now that stuff doesn't matter as much um there are optional objectives which is how you make money which is how you grow your inventory of of uh, items uh, those optional objectives are ass uh, mostly uh, they they don't mesh very well together a lot like you'll have one that's like okay make this thing explode but then, like your other objective is to not alert anybody you know so it's like you can't do both so you kind of have to kind of pick and choose like which one you want to do uh I wish they would fix that a little bit but otherwise man it's just more hit man I mean and it's awesome I've been playing it basically nonstop since it came out, and you know, I made it through a campaign. Oh. You let you me explain this: you have a campaign. It's basically uh, all in all, it's about eighteen assassinations ish. Um, I take that back; it's eighteen levels. There's sometimes there's multiple assassinations in each level. Uh, there's there's a lot of intricacies that I'm, I I, would, I could sit here and talk about it for an hour, um, but it, it, it's you play through it. Um if you die, you lose all your stuff, right? And you start basically start over. Um the, the you have two different kinds of items. You have items that you will lose, and then you have your permanent items that you've earned, guns slash special whatever. You you can't lose those. Um, but those are hard to come by. And I I just started figuring out like there's a tranquilizer gun that I use a lot in the Hitman regular game, and I got it and then i finished a campaign it disappeared so you lose all your stuff at the end of the campaign i was like well, where the hell is it there's two versions of it now where there's like the the, the cheap version and then there's like the super expensive version the super expensive version and i found out that you can, you actually keep throughout your entire career and as you're doing all this you're also unlocking different parts of your house like i got a helicopter in like 10 minutes it was crazy you, know, you got boats What do you do and, with a
0: helicopter and hitman? It,
1: just, it, it does nothing. It does it, it takes you to your next mission. It just it's just it's literally cosmetic. Everything <laughs> in this whole thing is like just cosmetic. Like I've got a car, two motorcycles, a hearse. I'm not sure where that came mm-hmm. from. Um, you can change <laughs> your bathroom setup. Uh, you can change basically anything you want. <laughs> Travis
0: looks exhilarated.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's basically like the stimulator. Like it's that, that that whole part of it is just like for me. It's not super important, so you know, it's
2: just it's just something. a couple follow up clarifications. Yeah, you said that it has stuff that you can keep from playthrough to playthrough. Yes, which technically means it's a rogue light experience, not rogue a rogue light. Okay, okay, correct. Yeah, Great. Okay. Second clarification: yeah. Is it true that right now your favorite video game is a live service rogue light game? Yes. <laughs> yes. Unfortunately,
1: I will admit that. Is a yeah, a this live live
2: service. Remember this. Roguelike. His favorite game is a live service roguelike game. And yeah, when Rogue it came light. out, when it yeah, roguelite. And when it came out, it only had you know five percent of the content that was in the final game, and people were like, Wow, this game's unfinished. And they <laughs> added to it from year to year, and eventually it became a full game. In fact, if I recall correctly, when Hitman came out, it had one mission, the tutorial mission. And I paid yeah, for it. Yeah, Sapienza. Yeah. You, you yeah, basically that's right. got
1: it. Yeah, you. And then they released it in.
2: Um, How the, dare the they release a game in such an unfinished state? Minimum viable product. <laughs> so you can you know buy the mean? whole that's thing. Crazy. Yeah, they
1: they released it out the were Crazy. So funny, Small, it's, cra- right? it's, cra-
2: it's crazy how live service model allows games to exist that wouldn't normally exist without that model. It's it's not well, We're right? giving too much Travis,
0: to? Travis too much power at the start of this episode. I don't like it. I'm saying, bro. Jeez, <laughs> no. bro. Anyway, no, it's, it's, so,
2: good. Uh, it's a really good job with him.
0: So let me just understand the the level real quick because I don't want to stand on it too long. But you. Instead of now where you had all these different objectives for each level and different assassinations, right? And you could do those in different ways. Now you're saying that you go into this mode, there's assassinations you still have to do on the same levels, except for certain things are procedurally generated. And you start at the bottom with basically your bare essentials. You earn money by doing things, and you can spend that money to then buy upgrades, which you can use permanently going forward or at the start of every every time you set out
1: you can't buy them at your safe house you have to buy them from people that are in these levels so let's say like when you start off uh there's a there's four different tiers the first one has two assassinations so two locations and then that third location is the boss of the level so you have to kill the first two people then you go to this boss level well there are four or five suspects in that level so you have to use your camera go find like they'll, they'll tell you okay he's got glasses. He's got, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. And then you find that person, take them out. And that's when you kind of start getting the gear. You can get like one piece of gear every time you do a boss, basically. That's permanent. That's going to stay in your permanent thing. Um, yeah. As far as I know, I haven't lost it yet. So we'll see. Um, but otherwise, yeah, it's, it's basically that. But the problem is, that it, I think it's so random that for somebody like me, who's played a game a certain way for so long, when, when there's, uh, for example, there was, there's a New York level where you go into a bank, and one of the targets was a security guard. He didn't go anywhere but, you know, like maybe a 30-foot space in the middle of the bank. There's no way I could have hid the body. There's no way I could have silently taken him out with nobody noticing. There's no way I could have done any of that stuff. So I'm sitting there like, what am I supposed to do? Because everything's telling me this is how I played it for so long. This is how I need to continue playing it, but you have to basically change the entire way you've played and just basically run and shoot them and then run the hell out of the door. You know, that's basically what I've come down to. That's like, good you don't though. Get, but yeah, you don't get penalized like you used to for for not getting the silent assassin rating for stuff like that. Okay, and it, it's 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 just different and it changes it up enough to where I'm enjoying it. I don't know how much, I don't know how much longevity it's going to have. Like if they continue to you know, update it with some new weapons, maybe. I don't know what they do. If if they're just going to do like little $5 content packs, then meh. meh. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I don't think they've got a lot of development resources on Hitman 3 at this point. I think this was their kind of last hurrah to keep it, you know, playable for people like yourself. But I have to imagine that the bulk of their resources are on 007. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's what I'm guessing too, which is fine. i like to see what else they can do. So it should be good. Yeah, I mean it's 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 free. So I mean I really can't complain about it. You know, like I said, they've consolidated everything else, so everybody can play everything, play the whole story. Yeah, and you know do everything. So it's good for people that you know want to at least try it out. I like it, but of course, cool. I'm super biased. So
0: <laughs> well, I uh, I did reinstall it with the plan of trying it before this show, but. Um... <laughs> Thanks to two other releases, I have not so uh, been playing mostly been playing Dead Space, which I know Dan is not playing. Travis, have you touched Dead Space at all?
2: Uh, yes, not the build that's out. Okay, <laughs> before it came out, I played it, but uh, I do want—I really want to play the game. I will say I'm—I'm I'm super surprised. I think I said on the show that uh, people that I knew had played early access yes. versions of the game were a little worried about it. Um, yeah, and that appears to they fix they finish the game. You know, this is why you you, you know you got to give them a chance and wait for them to finish the game. Uh, I'm really excited to play this one though. Everything I've seen so far has just been awesome, and I liked what I played in preview. It Seemed like it was.
0: Yeah, know. it's um, yeah. Uh, I'm still pretty early um, but it is uh, it, it's fantastic. Um, it's a fantastic yeah. update so far. Runs really really well. No issues there. Looks fantastic. The sound is spectacular the 3d sound really adds a lot to the environment will creep you the hell out really quickly um lighting is fantastic. i mean it's just i could just throw a bunch of superlatives at it i was um i don't know why i was surprised i mean i remembered how good dead space one and two are at least to me i love those games to death um but revisiting it now especially with the update and everything else has just been fantastic so i'm loving the hell out of it I would say that if you, whether you've played it before when it came out years ago or you uh, have never played it, um, but you're willing to play a horror game, of course, absolutely check it out. It's worth it. It's, uh, yeah, it's fantastic so far. So I played through the original Dead Space.
1: That was a long time ago, but I thought about it. You did play it? it. Why don't you play the
2: new one then? You should be fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, I'm just the thing about it. The older I get, for some reason, the smaller my, you know, my my box becomes on the games that I actually want to play. So I don't know why that is.
2: I just have no desire to play old. I mean, I love love Dead Space. My goal is to never be like Dan. I want, I I I want my, I (laughs) want, yeah, I want the games that I play to expand over time and and then shrink. That's my goal yeah Yeah. he's done the opposite
1: is more refined
2: now ian Hogue, man i mean Hogue plays a lot of games but he doesn't like a lot of them yeah
0: (laughs) plays a lot of them doesn't like a lot of them i uh i I, all i can think now is as i play through this and i'm loving it all i can think now is man i hope they do dead space 2 um while dead space 1 i think is um you know dead space 1 is kind of a more classic survival horror experience i just adore dead space 2 i think it expanded really? it in a lot of smart ways and hmm. uh i really hope that they you know continue to get with, i hope this is very successful obviously critically it's been very successful um i hope it sells well and uh does well for motive and ea and they go ahead and approve production of part two because that'd be amazing so what, what else did motive do i keep
1: forgetting did they do that star wars? star wars yes okay all right yeah yeah, yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't remember. I was like, man, I know I've heard of these guys. Yeah,
0: and That's didn't didn't they do the story part of Battlefront Two? Why is that ringing a bell? So. Yeah,
2: probably. Sounds right. Like okay. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Um, I prefer Dead Space One, so I'm happy to <laughs> just play this one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely play it. It's it's excellent.
2: Yeah, I have it installed. I'm just ready. I'm waiting for a good moment. As you know, I'm. Working on other stuff right now. So,
0: yep, yep. Gotta grind. Uh, well, especially if you're reviewing Hogwarts, that looks like a huge game. So, that's gonna take some time. I know, um, which I know you can't talk about. So, we got a surprise release, and we're gonna talk more about the Xbox Developer Direct uh, fully. Uh, but we got a surprise release this week from uh, Xbox, Tango Gameworks, and Bethesda in High Five Rush. It uh, dropped right at the developer direct, which was um, pretty shocking, really. So, before I talk about the game itself, have, have either of you played it, by the way? Yes. Okay. No. Okay. Come on,
2: Dan. Uh, you got to play this one. <laughs> that one did, I mean, I, listen,
1: I, I'm not a huge fan of cell shaded stuff. Like, Borderlands is like
2: my... What? That's that's it. I'm good. What? what how do you find all these hills to die <laughs> on? I'm so impressed. It's like cell shaded is a non-starter for Small you. Box. It doesn't even... It doesn't My even boss. describe the game, though. It could be I any I game of I even, time. I, listen, when
1: that direct came on, I'm going to be 100% honest with you guys, I went to make some eggs <laughs> when this Jeez. popped up. I looked at it, and I was like, nah. And I went to make a whole bunch of eggs and some, uh, some bagels, and uh, <laughs> that was fantastic. I got back just in time for whatever was after it, and uh,
0: no interest. So Travis, bad. he just described the difference in a security guard on a level in Hitman and his pathing through yes. that level. It's That's crazy. where we are yeah. with Dan. It's like he's Listen.
2: trying to make his sweet spot as small. He's he's doing like Chinese foot binding, but on his brain. You know what I mean? Like he's just I told to... you guys this a
1: hundred times. I have a thumb drive, you know, brain over here, so I, I can only put a, so much information on there. Right? It's only capable of holding so much. This isn't like a four terabyte SSD up here. This is like that little thumb drive that flips open that you shove in there. That's it. All right. So I have to prioritize what goes in and what comes out. So, <laughs> all please, right, though, as little as possible, please. That's 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 kind of my thing. Well, I'm sure it's great though. I'm sure it's great.
0: Well, the the okay. So, a couple things about High Five Rush. One, um, I was trying to think the last time that we got a AAA shadow drop game that actually didn't leak. Um, I mean, there were some like minor details that came out like the night before, that morning, but not really anything that was truly relevant to the game itself I, I could I wasn't coming up with anything like th- this was a pretty pretty uh, masterful apex stroke
2: legends. apex legends
0: apex was legends a, dropped without any preview it a, was,
2: a, was a shadow dropped game and uh, also released the same day that they showed it and nobody knew it was coming apex wow legends. I don't remember that okay yeah, yeah cool yeah and they were like you can play it now and it's free and then it became the biggest game ever yeah so yeah it legends for sure but aside the thing that's impressive about this is it's a microsoft game that didn't leak period like the fact that <laughs> the, anything that they announced didn't leak and maybe that has to do with the fact that bethesda's uh better at keeping their stuff a little bit um more uh in-house but uh yeah it, it's huge i'm i was so impressed that they were able to keep any secrets really because microsoft sucks at it it
0: it technically did leak right that it was coming from tango but it was like really people had the smallest details and the only thing they had was like concept art from years ago um so um yeah but uh so apparently began as an idea in 2017 has been in development since about 2018 so four years uh it has shadow dropped to a 91 open critic rating which makes it i think already that i mean it's Early in the year, a few games have dropped, but um, it's obviously going to be one of the highest-rated games of the year. We see very few games nowadays that are new hit, you know, ninety plus. So really, really impressive. It's also really impressive that Tango made such a U-turn from Evil Within one and two, and then comes out with pretty much a polar opposite game. Uh, I have played only a short bit of it. Ghostwire uh, to talk-
2: Tokyo. The Ghost Ghost, Tokyo too. Ghost Ghost wire Tokyo.
0: Tokyo. Yeah, yep. um i've played a little bit of it uh elu did the review for us which is already up on the site you can check out uh he gave it an eight um but i know there's other sites out there that have given it nines
2: he did the review in like what three days yeah good on him damn
0: yeah burned through it yeah he did so, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really, really cool to see the art style's fantastic, the animation's amazing um i have really enjoyed what I've played so far. I'm pretty much addicted to dead space, so I haven't played it more, but uh, I've been really, really impressed, and uh it's just it's great to see Tango get such a big win and and Xbox get a win, and just everyone get a win. A good game's a good game, yeah, so.
2: I was very impressed by this um this was probably my favorite game of that show, and I didn't know it was coming out. but when as soon as it you know popped up, I was just like, yes, what is this? I want to play this immediately. Um, <laughs> and I certainly wasn't expecting Redfall to be the game that I was like least excited about in that showcase, but it was a damn good showcase. So I'm, I'm excited for really all those games
0: yeah and we'll talk more about uh the developer direct here shortly but um yeah if you haven't played high fire rush absolutely check out elu's review of course um but uh definitely check it out obviously it's on game pass and uh you can just download and play it and it's it's surprisingly good um so and i hear it only gets better i'm like i said i'm pretty early in the game so i need to play it some more but cool yeah cool
2: cool cool i really i you really know, like oh, we're gonna talk about the showcase later right okay
0: we are I'll save yeah it. yeah i'll say that yeah <clears throat> Uh, so you know what else released last week, boys? Nope. For spoken. Oh, I forgot me. about that. Did Talk it? to me. Yep.
2: Nope. I can oh. tell you, my friend uh, Tom Marks reviewed the game for IGN, and uh, okay. he's my boss and, and good good buddy of mine. Uh, and he said, and I quote: "Oh yeah, that game. People will forget about that game by March." And I thought that was very funny. So. Mm. Uh, I think he gave it a six, which is okay. I think I gave it a
0: six. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And he was sort of just <laughs> like, I mean, it's fine. It, the writing's not good. Gameplay is meh. but yeah, it's, it's an okay game, which uh, is kind of what I thought that game was when I saw it. I was like, that looks okay. I don't think it's going to, you know, uh, change the world or anything, but uh, yeah, I actually kind of weirdly am curious about that game. I, I maybe when it, you know, becomes a free game, I'll play it and just to see what it's like. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm, it's a game it's a yeah game you yeah. can play it's <laughs> 20
1: dollars to me like that's that's where I'm at excuse me like I would play 20 bucks. It for 20 bucks
2: I feel like it'll be on the PlayStation service in like maybe awesome. six months and I'll play it then you know yeah yeah I sure think it'll be okay. a PS plus
0: title
1: yeah. It's, it's, yeah I just yeah that's kind of how I look at games now it's like oh is that one nope too much money it's about a
0: yeah I, I'm with Tra- uh, yeah I'm with Travis and you know we've kind of jokes about this game, and I certainly don't want to put down the game without having played it. Uh, I do know, um, you know, there's people on my timeline that are playing it and really enjoying it, so that's great, of course. Um, but yeah, it's just, I knew from the first time I saw it, it's not my type of game personally, you know. Um, so to your point, if it becomes, uh, goes free on PS Plus, I'll definitely check it out, but it kind of landed about where I expect. I didn't think it was going to blow the doors off, and obviously, I think it comes out, you know, they probably thought early January was going to be a good time to launch, and then suddenly we've got Dead Space and uh, Hi-Fi Rush, both of which are like very highly critically related, uh, rated, uh, releasing the same week, and it's like that could take the sales out of a six real fast. Um, so, but hey, if you're enjoying it, let us know in the chat if you're uh, if you're playing For Spoken and what you think about it. Um, but uh, they were kind of weird with review copies as well. I think we talked about that last week. So uh, yeah, um, yeah. So we didn't we didn't review it because uh, there's a lot of even uh, far bigger kind of creators and outlets that didn't get copies either like vgc and i know uh, i think skill up said something about it um so anyway but uh you know what else released this week which has been years in the in the making if you will with a whole bunch of licensing issues and weird stuff is GoldenEye? so GoldenEye is now out again on game pass on xbox uh and on nintendo switch and they have different features depending on where you play because of all the strange licensing with that game either of you uh boot that one back up
2: hell yeah i actually had friends over last night for board games and then somehow we ended up in the living room uh playing golden eye split screen and it is as bad of a shooter as i remember it's always been bad it's, it was never a great game i'm sorry that your memory is wrong you were a child i get it you thought that games were all bad and that this was a good one but no it's a it's a bad shooter that said, I destroyed. I didn't lose a single match. I still got it. Your boy still got it. Even with those jank controls, he's got it. So yeah, we, <laughs> play, we played last night. It was, it was, uh, it is fun. It's a, it's a fun game. It, it is a terrible shooter, nothing in it makes sense. I don't understand how, how, how that was the standard for, for shooting on console at the time. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, um, it was a good time last night. We were just laughing about how silly it is, how the sniper rifles make no sense. You guys use a sniper rifle in that game? Insane. Unbelievable. I don't know how they're designed that way. Yeah. They're basically auto <laughs> rifles, but they have like a scope and they don't do more damage. It's in, it's insane. It's an unhinged way to design games. So, um, boy, how yeah. how far we've come. from 25 years mines? ago
0: now, man. Yeah.
2: Say it again, What's Dan. Are, are the proximity mines still there? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we did we did a we did proximity mines on complex uh that which is like a classic game mode right because there's all those tunnels so you can drop mines everywhere um and i think everybody else had forgotten that mines were the goaded weapon and i just was laying traps and blowing 10 people up you know it was, it was a lot of fun so undefeated
0: it's uh it's funny when i was thinking about it because i've we've been kind of saying the same thing behind the scenes which is you know there's a lot of nostalgia for that game for obvious reasons um it's not a good game (laughs) like people i think people forget it's a 25 year old game um and it's you know it was amazing at the time for what it was and i have all kinds of stories i could share about four player goldeneye um but uh, let's not forget like even if you go black go back and god i can't speak today go back and play uh halo ce never go back (laughs) (laughs) you never go back uh play halo ce today from 2001 like we have to remember that halo ce basically blew everything away when it came out it literally changed the face of console fps games and even that feels incredibly dated nowadays uh as much as i still love it of course it, it you know you can't argue it feels dated so it's just wild to think uh Goldeneye, man. I, I'm gonna boot it up. I don't think I'm gonna last more than about five or ten minutes playing it just to check it out. But uh, you know, I'll get a smile. If you
2: play it. split screen aims, it, it's good for like a, at least a half hour, maybe an hour of just like silliness. But I, I didn't even touch the single player mode because I don't want to know. Frankly, I'm like, yo, I don't maybe I'll try it a little bit <laughs> It's sort of just one of those things, like you go back and you're just like, I remember why this was special because. Most people had never played a shooter before because they didn't have PCs. There were good shooters at the time, guys, on PC. Yeah, there were. Um, yeah, there were. They, they weren't all like Goldeneye, um, but that's what you had, right? Um, and then how long before Halo came out after Goldeneye? It must have been. Within, three years, think, four was, years?
0: Three years, yeah, four years. Yeah, because Halo came out after Perfect Dark, which came out after Goldeneye
2: that's right yeah so yeah. yeah that's right it was GoldenEye, perfect dark and i think at the time we thought this is the best shooters are going to be on console nobody had figured it out and then bungie released halo combat evolved and it was like oh so yeah. it seems like shooters are amazing on console be. So, it was great
0: aspects of halo ce and the code are still used today that's how good it was um it's right. wild to think really yeah, the
2: Blam um, engine I think is still in Parts of Destiny right now. And it, it was is. in it was in Halo 5 up and up. It was in Halo up until Guardians. And I think they still have pieces of the engine in terms of like grenade physics in Infinite, right? Yeah. Like that uh, pieces that, pieces of it, yeah. Yeah, that code is insane. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. Let's get a couple super chats here. Uh Googleman is here. He uh hit the super chat a little bit ago. Yeah, <clears throat> Googleman.
1: Five Euros. Uh the Willow series. That was a good series. (laughs) I watched that. As a loose sequel to the classic move movie from the eighties. Uh it's great entertainment. The findings a bit sloppy, but the humor is great. I agree. I actually watched it. my wife. All right. Big Willow. I was looking forward to watching it
0: and forgot about it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. You know, it's it's not like
1: you know, andor good, but it's you know, it's willow good. So, <laughs> fantastic.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. I, I, did, I did not expect a uh, super chat about Willow today. So, you guys always keep us on our toes. I like it. it? Appreciate you, Googleman. <clears throat> <clears throat> Random throat> name throat> in the house as well
1: 4 super chat. Oh, we moved it. Uh, the cadence for Xbox is really beginning this month alone. We got three games: Hi-Fi Rush, GoldenEye, Age of Empires, uh, and more
0: in the spring. So. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, looking to be a strong year for Xbox. Um what that Age out? of Empire. What come on. Uh hey, I am pretty sure it came out for console, didn't it already? I haven't Did played it? it. I'm not a I'm not a fan, but what is wrong with you? Age of Age Empire, Empire 2 Definitive no, no, Edition.
2: It's, it's not out yet. I will be picking it up. I think it comes out on Tuesday or something like that. This week. Um, okay. This week. Yeah, but I I will definitely be awesome. playing that. I love Age of Empire.
0: Awesome. Ready. Tuesday, yeah. Thanks, Joe. Um awesome. Yeah, and then uh, obviously, like I said, we're going to get to the developer direct really shortly here. So, thank you, random name. Appreciate you. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, last thing I want to touch on on currently plans is just I'm going to touch on the DualSense Edge real quick. So, the uh, PlayStation's version of their Elite controller came out this week. Um, I'm going to be doing a comparison video on it actually between it and uh, the Elite Two, just to give my opinion on it from a kind of a more of a competitive standpoint. It's it's really nice. Uh, it is very well built. It's very solid. It's hefty. It's very kind of premium packaging. The case for it is phenomenal. Just the way it was all packaged and put together. Uh, there's a lot of things I really like about it. There's a couple kind of quirks I have, but it's, you know, it's got these cool little profile buttons so you can set up profiles. And when you click one, it brings up a little thing on the PS five UI. So you can quickly switch between profiles. If you have profiles for different games, um, It's got paddles or buttons, you know, which you can add there, which is nice. got the trigger locks, kind of all that standard stuff you expect. Uh, It's got different thumb caps you can use. So I put on the long thumb cap for the aiming stick, but uh, it's kind of a joke. Like the long one is like four millimeters taller than the short one. So I hope they give us some better options for that in the future for people who, um, you know, want different options. But it's pretty cool. I like it quite a bit. Um, I don't know if it's worth $200, especially... Given that we now know that the battery is actually smaller than the standard DualSense, which was already pretty poor. Um, But I think, you know, it it has the option to wire if you want, of course. And if you're not gaming for 8, 10, 12 hours at a time, you're probably going to be okay. So um, pretty neat. I'll have a lot more to say on it in the future. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's for, it's,
2: it's a controller designed for all those hardcore gamers who don't play their games for, you know, for
0: extended periods of time. Yeah. You know, (laughs) those people, (laughs) I just, I don't understand. I don't want to harp on it. Right. But I like, I know when they did the elite Two because I talked to James over at Xbox and like we interviewed them when they were, uh, premiering the elite Two, And one of the things they said, the reason it costs more. Was because they put that forty-hour lithium battery in it, right, for the Elite Two, mm-hmm. so it can go on a charge for like ever, and it does. Um, so again, if you're charging two hundred dollars for a premium controller, why does it have a battery that is so useless? Essentially, it just I doesn't. I assume that
2: the, that the that the the PlayStation controller costs more just based on all the stuff that's in it and the the haptics that it does. I just assume it's a more expensive controller base, and they probably didn't want to bump it up to two fifty or whatever they would have to do to. To give it the battery but yeah maybe it's sort of it's sort of inexcusable like i i was super stoked for this controller when it was announced and then as soon as i saw the battery life stuff i was like nope because that's my biggest complaint about playstation it's really not that i dislike their controller i think the, the the thumbsticks thing is a tragedy but um you know i the 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 battery life was what was going to sell me
0: so yeah i'm
2: not picking it up unfortunately
0: okay yeah, there, there's the things
2: Ames,
0: <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is there's things I like better than the Elite Two, uh, and then there's things I like worse, which is a story of life, right? You could put the two together, we probably have the perfect controller. But the the big thing, of course, will be does it last? We, part of what we talked about many times in our long term review, and plenty of people have talked about it, is the Elite Two just it has problems, right? Long term, especially if you play a lot. Uh, I've gone through a few of them. I know people have gone through several of them. Um, bumpers, you know, just all kinds of stuff, and it'll be interesting to see after you know six months, a year, two years of use. Is this thing still holding up? But, um, it, it is a really, really nice kind of feeling and holding controller. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and the ability, of course, to replace the stick modules is awesome. That's, That's very cool. So,
1: I mean, really, but it's yeah. still t- they should have came with an extra one for two, like a spare yeah 100 yeah, yeah. instead of having to pay 20 bucks <laughs> for it or whatever it is you know I, i've got it as well it's it's fine uh i think everybody pays too much for these things including myself uh yeah they use a lot of the components that are in the base uh controllers um the battery obviously that's going to be better for you know people like me like with the elite 2 that was the best thing about it it lasted forever if they're if you're looking for you know if you're like a competitive player and pro player you're not going to be worrying about the battery anyway because you're probably going to be hard lined in most of them play that way so that's not a huge deal for that section but for the casual person that likes to have this new tech that likes to you know have the best kind of quality stuff that they have you know it kind of sucks you know when you get five hours of you know and then you're done that's that's one mission in Hitman now you know so <laughs> Can't even what, are you,
2: what are you zipping up there Ains I hear the zipper yeah,
0: sorry. I was just going to show the case, you know, that mm. comes with extra thumbsticks. Uh, the, the the other thing, like, I'm I'm picky about controllers. I know this. But, like, it gives you four extra thumbsticks, right, including two what they call tall, even though they're not really tall, yeah. and two short ones. They're all domed. And it's like, Ooh. like, why? Like, I, I, give me a, give me a, a tall concave option at least. Um, and then it comes with this little plug in you can put on the top of the controller when you wire in and lock the cable. And I'm like, it's OK, that's fine. But, um, yeah, I mean, the case itself is nice. It does give you two different paddle options. So you can do paddle buttons that are clicky or you can do the ones like I prefer, which kind of line up with the shape of the controller. So your finger just kind of sits on it. Um, yeah, I mean, it is what it is like the, the thumbstick replacements, too. They, they snap on directly on, but they're, they're all plastic. Like I like on the Elite how it's at least a metal base. It feels more solid, whereas these ones are like light plastic. So, like I said, there's things I like better about the Elite. There's things I like better about this. And I wish you could kind of just put the two together, um, the you know. Yeah, and make a perfect controller. At,
1: at some point, some third party, like, you know, Astro or Nakon or somebody hmm. would, would, would come out with, like, a $200 controller that will work on both systems that you can, uh, you know, move your sticks to either offset or parallel, you know, that are have the replaceable. I mean, there, there's so many things out there with a good battery. Charge two fifty for it. I would buy it a hundred percent. I mean, Gemini Christmas. You know, put a nice big battery. Make make it like Jiminy a it's out to here. You know, I want that badonkadonk, dude. Uh, <laughs>
0: Chimney Christmas. Uh, Christmas. Um. Yeah. yeah I feel, I don't like, know. I feel so, like that
2: controller might already exist, Dan. It's just it that you not. know you'd have to you'd have to buy it on well, third party site. No.
0: The the other weird thing, right, that they do is like so PlayStation. Uh, the haptics are exclusive to first party stuff. I think there's one other company that is making something that's allowed to use the haptics. someone can correct me if I'm wrong here and then on Xbox side like they don't allow you to be wireless it, it, Bluetooth but you can't use like the Xbox codec that they use you know for their standard there's like all these weird things it's like I agree with you Dan like just allow me to to, yeah. to do something that would work on both but of course you know they all have to be licensed PlayStation and Xbox have to get their cut um there you know it's always about money at the end of the day i uh <clears throat> i do have a scuff coming i've i've been mixed on scuff in the past there's some i've liked some i haven't i'm gonna try out their top end xbox controller from a competitive perspective um they had a big sale on them currently so i customized one last week i've got that coming so i'll talk about that when when i get it too but uh yeah i don't know uh seems most people are pretty happy with the edge uh like i said it, it's it's definitely a lot nicer than the standard dual sense is it worth $200? Well, that's going to be obviously up to you individually. Um no, for me, no, for me it's no. probably not even cuz I don't I don't even play anything competitive on PlayStation. I literally told my friends First last week coming, I was like I don't, <laughs> Exactly. But I, I don't know why I bought this, but here we are.
2: Literally, I would pay $200 for a DualSense 5 that had a longer battery life. If that was the only change they made, I would pay $200.
0: Oh like a standard dual sense you mean yeah, that just uh,
2: yeah. a standard dual sense with a with a better battery literally.
0: <laughs> oh well. Well, I'll talk more about it in the video and I'll kind of break down some of the things on it but uh, yeah, you know, cool to see them out in the uh out in the wild. All right, so let's jump over to the Xbox Developer Direct. Then, um, you know, we got that this week. It was a uh, about a forty five minute give or take show. Uh, they talked about five games. Obviously, we knew that it was going to be about Forza, Redfall, Minecraft Legends, and ESO, the new expansion for that. Obviously, we've already talked about Hi Fi Rush being a nice surprise, Shadow Drop. But let's uh, let's start with kind of overall thoughts on the show itself, guys. We've talked we talked before about Xbox needing to get better at communication, showing some things that are coming. This seems to line up with kind of what a lot of us have been asking for. And at least the anecdotal consensus I've seen has been that a lot of people seem to like this format. It was concise. It was it wasn't a lot of talking from executives. It was with the people making the games. It gave you clear information, clear release dates. I'll get back to Forza uh, on the games that are coming. But, um, you know, it seemed to be kind of well organized and, and constructed. What do you guys think?
2: Um, sorry, I'm distracted by whatever's going on on Dan's screen um Sorry. He's, he's entered a I'm meditative a cramp. state i'm a damn cat um, pissing me off. Oh i'm like God. this guy he's just rubbing one out live all right anyway um yeah so uh, uh there he goes he's finished all right uh so uh yeah the uh i really liked the um the form the format uh, of this one um I, I i loved the vision board with the markers and uh you know th- they just jumped around from game to game i thought that was a really nice gimmick I, th- I think they should keep this format for all of their shows honestly um so uh yeah i and i think the games they showed were great minecraft legends your boy's excited as hell I'm so excited for that game. I was excited that when they announced it. I immediately got it. Like I knew what that game was going. All right, be. all right, slow down, so, slow down.
0: We're go, we're gonna go game by game.
2: All right, all right,
0: all right. I, I knew you were gonna the jump in I, the I, mic, I, right.
2: I lo- I, lo- I love the format. Um, and I think uh, yeah, hearing directly from developers, skipping kind of the bullshit and just uh, showing us that they were gonna show five games and then going from each of those games and giving release dates for four of them. Um, was great. So, release Windows. Is it release Windows?
0: Well, they had uh, what four solid dates? No, they had four solid dates. The only one that didn't get a solid release date is Forza, uh, which we'll talk about. So, Dan, did you did you tune in? What'd you think?
1: Yeah, it was fine. I mean, it was. I I like that format for sure. Um, but I mean, I I'm not Forza and and Redfall. I'm very excited for. Uh, There wasn't a lot there, I guess, as far as content goes, but, um. I thought it was great. I I, actually I would like to see more uh, formats, you know, from from Sony and Nintendo like this, instead of just like the, hey, here's a game, and here's a quick little trailer, and then we're gonna go coming, you know, and then they go like right to the next one. This one has yeah, like trailer, trailer,
0: trailer, trailer, trailer. trailer, Yeah,
1: not you know that's fine for certain, you know, if you're keeping up with a cadence of information throughout the year, right? If you're only doing like once or twice then that's not enough information. This is how I think they should do it going forward. Um, and I think everybody should kind of take some cues from it. So, you know, regardless of what the content was, I still think uh, and I'm excited for Redfall, even more so now, which is crazy because it's completely opposite of Travis. But um, that's funny. Yeah, I, I like I like how they do it. I like how they do so, it. The good job. This is the best uh, Xbox show that I've seen in probably two or three years, I think. The way it's done, uh, the way it was done. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think uh obviously I've, I well I've really enjoyed their summer shows which are kind of different, right? That's more of like an E3 style showcase, but I think for their any of their other standardized shows, uh I I would agree with you. I like this one a lot. I think that um this is kind of exactly what I was hoping for. We've talked a lot around how many studios and games and developer developers Xbox has now under first party. Uh just do one of these every couple of months. Show you don't have to show 20 games, right? Pick three or four titles that are coming. Um Give an update on them. You don't always have to give a release date. Obviously, it's nice if you can. But I think just, you know, let the developers show off their work, show what the game's about, answer some kind of commonly asked questions and get out of there. Um, I don't think it's really got to be that complicated. I'm, I hope that Xbox, uh, it feels like they're, they've learned from this and it feels like the feedback on it was very positive. So I hope they're thinking now, okay, we finally found kind of a good formula in between our major shows of uh, summer sometimes Gamescom and video game awards right um yep. so yeah keep it up
2: i'm sure they will get criticism for sharing too much outside of like e3 events because you know this is sort of i think playstation faces <clears> this a little bit as they they do their um you know direct kind of announcements uh throughout the year and then when they get to e3 they have nothing to show except for trailers for games that aren't going to come out for four or five years and um maybe they don't get pounded for that a lot. Um, I feel like Xbox would though, personally. So it doesn't know. have to yeah. be that
1: way, right? I mean, we they can do whatever the hell they want. I mean, they don't even have to go to E3. The, I mean, I mean true. So uh Does they, they, they
2: so I actually covered this news story uh right after the thing, but they they released a blog post right after that show announcing that they would show more stuff in a in Los Angeles this summer. So they basically confirmed that they're doing E3 or an E3 like show uh next to e3 you know they're going to do one of those things so yeah their theater um, yeah i think uh i think they're going to do it but my my concern isn't really that big of a deal because i think we knew about all these games except for hi-fi rush which was going to come out the day that it came out anyway um yep but uh yeah i i I just you know it's kind of a give and take you got to you got to know when to hold your surprises and when to reveal them i think this was a really great job i just hope it uh I hope it doesn't mean we're in for a a lackluster, you know, E3 showcase or whatever they end up doing around that time frame. So we'll it's going to be, uh,
0: yeah. I think to your point. So I I do like too that you know they've already said they have a Starfield event coming up, a uh, dedicated Starfield event. And I think for your your major major titles like the Starfields, like you know Halo Infinite, <laughs> uh, you know your your major ones, uh, you do a dedicated show and you know kind of show what they're all about. But I think. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah, I agree with you that I think the question now will be right. They set the precedent last year. We've talked about this around the 12 month kind of focus for E3. Well, if you're doing these kind of developer direct shows that are coming out, do you stick with that or do you change that? That's going to be interesting to see this summer. Um, But yeah, I'm I'm excited, man. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. So go ahead. We'll jump over to Minecraft Legends. I know you're chomping at the bit here, Travis, and we got a super chat about it as well. So we'll touch on it. But Minecraft Legends is coming on April 18th. Uh, it is coming to all platforms, not just Xbox. So it's coming to PlayStation, Switch, PC, kind of all over the place. And um, I, I don't know. I'm I'm mixed on this one, Travis. Like, I know the weird thing for me, it looks like they basically took Minecraft and they took Minecraft uh, dungeons and they melded them together and then added tower no. defense. It just no. looks it looks odd to me. Yeah
2: it's like minecraft survival mode with pvp like build a fort destroy it kind of like an rts formula but it's not an rts obviously um but to me like that that's a mode that people wish they could do in minecraft today and some people do it you know they have like you know mods and stuff to to do something like that but it's like the the fantasy of we're in this big open world who can build up their defenses and like prepare for the battle first and then we're going to attack each other and see who wins that's sort of like a fantasy in the minecraft uh you know community uh uh and i i feel like they're just making they're trying to make that a reality and just give you all the tools to do it and give you turrets and bombs and all the siege warfare stuff that we like to do because i mean that's like uh that's like just pure childhood joy like who who as a kid didn't you know i don't know about you guys i had a lot of siblings but you know the the idea of like all right we're each going to build a base you know and then we're going to attack each other that's sort of just like a very like quintessential fun concept and and loop uh and i i uh i just i really am fascinated by that game i i think um what was the other one Minecraft dungeons? Was it called That the, the, the kind of what do you call it? An ARPG? Yeah. Entry level, ARPG, ARPG light maybe. (laughs) Yeah. That didn't really do it for me because it felt really at odds with the Minecraft fantasy. Right. Because it's, it basically is like, Hey, you know, the, the big open world where you can do everything. Well, we're going to make it top down hallways where you kind of just go through the, the, the the halls and kill everything and there's it kind of is missing that creativity building aspect that i think is like really core to minecraft this feels like it embraces it right it takes that idea of like you're in a survival world and you need to build up to hey we're going to take that same formula but we're going to make it 100 focused on pvp and the idea of like killing the other team and uh that's awesome that sounds like perfect for me so i've been i've been excited about this basically from the moment that they announced it and uh i thought that that um that preview was really good so okay yeah, so this is excited a, for
1: it. Is there a single player component to it no or I, no so it's all pvp
2: pvp oh. you want to play single player minecraft you can just play minecraft right
1: i want to play a tower defense against the ai that'd be, that'd be awesome
2: I mean, maybe you can do that. I, that's actually a good point. Maybe, maybe you yeah. can, but I mean, that would still be PvP. It would just be con- computer controlled peas. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. How you describe piece. that. It's still <laughs> like a. It's still a. It's still like a, a competitive sure. com- match, no matter what. I'm thinking more like
1: Age of Empires. You know, where you've got, you know, invading armies and stuff like that that might come and attack your base.
2: And I don't think they have that. At least they didn't show it or talk about it. So that that'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it sounds like they're just focused on the PvP module, which, frankly, sounds like the fun part to me. But we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I I haven't looked up a ton of the details on it, only because I'm not too interested in it. But I I, I don't know. Anyone in the uh, chat can can tell us otherwise if there's uh, specific modes. But um, I'm I mean, it goes on, just...
2: sitting on this call with two non Minecraft fans. What do you do? Uh, yeah, which what do you do, man?
0: Which, you know, obviously, it goes without saying, we're in the minority, right? I mean, this game's going to be huge. Oh, yeah. It's going to be played by millions and millions and millions of people. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think it's going to be great. By the way, we got a super chat from Mr. Gecko Gamer about it as well.
1: Yes, sir. Gecko with six euros. Minecraft Legends sounds like a siege and Age of Empires, but as a MOBA, I like the idea a lot. Hell yeah. So, that would be all right. <laughs> this, this, guy yeah. <laughs> this guy gets it. Not the MOBA part.
0: This guy gets it. Yeah, it feels like a just a mix of different kind of uh, uh, aspects of different kind of uh, genres, right? Put together in the Minecraft world, like Travis said, where you can still kind of do the entire Minecraft experience within it, which is uh, it's interesting. So and and mm-hmm. goes without saying, as long as it's well polished and well delivered, which it ninety nine percent will be, uh, it should be a big hit. So
1: I'm, I'm surprised yeah. that they hadn't modded, like somebody hasn't made that.
2: I think they have,
1: game, have they?
2: I feel I feel like Minecraft Dungeons and uh uh Minecraft Legends were both kind of they must have been inspired by some community content at some point because there's so many different Minecraft mods and stuff you can do, but nothing has been this extensive because obviously right. they they did a lot of stuff bespoke and, and are making their own kind of mode for it. So um uh, this is by far more <laughs> elaborate than any any you know player made mods would that exist out there. So
0: there's some good. I'm ones, looking though. at. I'm looking at the main site. It says, and this obviously this doesn't really give us a, a full picture, but it just says, "Discover the mysteries of Minecraft Legends, a new action strategy game. Lead your allies into heroic battles to defend the overworld from destructive piglins." Um, it says, "Explore mysterious lands." So it does. From the way they're wording this, it does look like there will be kind of single player component to it.
2: Well, they said um, in the in the um, event that the piglins were like a third faction that is in the world that you have okay. to fight and deal with while you're doing the PvP event. So they could just be referring okay. to that. Um, it sounds like it's PvP v PvE. You know what I mean? Like, it's like. Yeah, yeah. It says It says it includes
0: yeah. online campaign co-op and competitive multiplayer options. Yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, we'll see what it's structured to yeah. be. Interesting. So yep. Yep. it has it's a co-op story.
2: Somebody says, "Okay, I did not know that. That that is also cool. Damn, very cool.
0: Yeah, I'm excited It'll for be that big, game,
2: guys. It's going to be big. I guarantee it. It's going to be huge. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, let's jump over to Redfall. So Redfall, we got a lot of details on. We got more gameplay. Um, you know, they've talked kind of a lot about Redfall lately in the sense of more and more has come out about it. I'm glad they finally showed in a bigger presentation, even though. Like I said, these details have been out there, but uh, I'm glad they show kind of some of the skill building for the characters, some of the attributes for the different characters. Uh, It's coming out May 2nd. So we got a firm release date finally for Redfall. If you didn't know as well, which I found interesting. So they're doing the Game Pass upgrade path again. So if you have Game Pass, but you want the deluxe edition and kind of uh, future DLC, you can buy that for $29.99. Uh, And it even comes with a steelbook, which I think is really interesting. So for weirdos like me who have Game Pass, collect steelbooks, et cetera, et cetera, it's pretty cool that I can get a steelbook and the deluxe version of the game for $29.99 with my Game Pass subscription. So pretty neat. Um, They also, the last detail is that um, what I didn't expect, if you didn't notice this, is in the expansion, it shows two more characters. So, I, you know, with uh, Redfall being four characters and the four having unique skills and building and et cetera, et cetera, uh, it obviously looks like they're going to add to this kind of like maybe what they did with Borderlands, where you get new vault hunters that come later in, in the game. Um, that was my it looks- thought. It,
2: it didn't look like a live service, but it looked like one of those games where it's going to have support like the year after and and we'll have new characters and stuff like that. So, yeah, it definitely reminded me of Borderlands
0: yeah 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 for sure so more of a kind of i guess what'd you say a traditional model if you will of yeah additional content yeah yeah um but i I, i've been hyped for this one since the start i i gotta be i gotta ask you guys and i want to ask the chat as well so after this presentation i actually heard some people say okay now they're hyped for it i don't know if they didn't know what the game was previously or they just need to see more of it but i also saw some people say this made me less excited for the game um uh, okay and you're raising your hand travis and i i it's weird because i'm very hyped for the game i love arcane i'm confident the game's gonna deliver blah 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 but the, i didn't feel for whatever reason like the presentation was the best the it gameplay wasn't they
2: it. and and that's why i said this was the game i was least excited about i i really really like arcane and i think they know how to do single player um shooters and combat really well um but every part of the game that they showed made me less excited, whether it was kind of... The the main thing, really, honestly, was the gunplay. The gunplay looks stilted to me, like, really just like... Yeah, robotic. we talked about this
0: at DM. Yeah, it looked a little yeah, flat. Yeah, it just
2: looks really flat to me, and, like, there, there's no impact when you shoot enemies. It kind of just, like... You know, you get like a mist of blood and then they just keep going. And so that that kind of really bummed me out. I didn't feel like there was a lot of kind of like power behind the weapons and the gunplay. So to me, it looked like Borderlands with bad shooting mechanics, which I mean, we can kind of argue that maybe Borderlands always had bad shooting mechanics, but um, <laughs> it kind of had a it kind of had it uh, that that vibe for me. And then the way the the um, the trailer, the, the gameplay jumped around like they did a little combat and then they did a little exploration and they kept you know, cross fading between scenes. It, it did not inspire confidence that they thought that, you know, every part of the game is like interesting or fun to watch. It just kept like jumping around. Like they had ADD on their own game and didn't want to show any, you know, un, uncut stretch of gameplay. So the, the model was a little weird. The gunplay really didn't impress me. I I'm still excited for this game. I'm going to get it, but it definitely was the game I was least excited of in the bunch based on what they showed. I don't think it was a strong, uh, a strong gameplay trailer at all, um, mm. unfortunately. I like you, Ains. I still think it's going to be a good game. I hope it is, but it it just looked to me. I was like, gosh, these guys look like they need like gunplay help.
0: Mm.
2: You know, which is surprising because it's arcane. Which is yeah,
0: yeah, it's arcane. And we also heard, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone. I could have sworn we heard that um, ID was assisting uh, Arcane on this. Which I mean, who's better known for gunplay mechanics? A handful of companies you know as well as it so i i don't know i like i said i'm still incredibly hyped for it uh, i love arcane to death so i am have full confidence it's going to be an amazing game but it it did look a little flat at times dan you said you're really pumped for redfall um yeah, I mean,
1: th- I what'd think you think this, i was probably on the opposite end I, I think i didn't know as much maybe about it than that everybody else did and so the i i love arcane i love the the their mechanics in like this death, death loop it always worked out for me. I don't like first person shooters a ton, um, but you know those have always worked. Uh, Prey obviously. Uh, so so my my expectations are you know going into this I was just like yeah hey, I, I kind of know a little bit about it. I know it's vampires. I know it's like a co op experience. The only thing that worries me is <clears throat> a, a lot of times, and this kind of being their first foray into. Uh, that co-op gaming kind of you know area it, it's it's can they balance it enough towards like you can play this all by by yourself or you can play it with friends right there, some games like like strange brigade always pops into my head for some reason like where we're we're playing by yourself it was kind of a task and it was way way
0: that harder. game was not fun by yourself
1: it was not fun no and it and mm-hmm. there was no balance right you have to be able to balance like borderlands does a pretty good job with it they've always done yeah so i play that whole thing by myself not have to worry about anything adding people was just kind of like the icing on the cake so that's my only concern, but if they can nail that then this will be a for sure day one for me
0: so. cool cool I'm glad we got a date May second it feels like a long way away it's not and that'll be here before we damn know it um so i'm I'm pumped about that and i I love the upgrade path I just want to say that out loud like keep xbox needs to keep doing this where if you know they have a gold edition deluxe edition whatever word they want to use that gives you expansion pass or dlc content or additional features what have you allow game pass members to get that stuff at a a nominal fee uh you can argue that thirty dollars is not necessarily nominal but you know when games are seventy dollars and gold editions are a hundred dollars thirty dollars is you know it's not too bad especially if you're getting a steelbook with it like i said which usually steelbooks are 10 15 bucks uh you know, depending on what you're buying, so um, I like it, like it a lot. Cool. Um, well, we'll jump to ESO. I don't have a lot to say on ESO, guys. Uh, the details are: it's called Necrom, the expansion. It's a shame Hogue's not here, obviously, because he could talk best about this. Um, you know, they. Yeah, oh, okay, Travis. Play, sorry, 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 yeah. sorry. Yeah. So I'll, I'll I'll shut up in a second. Then they've got. Uh, it comes out June 5th for PC, June 20th for consoles. Uh, it's called Necrom Shadow over Morrowind. It introduces a new class called the Arcanist, um, and it's got new events, new you know, uh, typical kind of broad scale expansion for ESO. Uh, I will now shut up because that's the extent of what I know.
2: Yeah, so you're an old school Elder Scrolls player, right? Yes. So you played Arena?
0: I played arena, played Daggerfall, yeah. Uh, but Morrowind is where the love really came in.
2: Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Cause I, to me, I have a lot of, uh, really good memories of, of arena, like <laughs> super OG. I, I think that game was old when I played it. Cause I, I was born. <laughs>
0: if you out? go back and look at it now, it's like, Oh yeah. my God, it's very yeah. old, but I still
2: have really, really fond memories of Necrom, which, which is the, the namesake of the expansion. Um, ESO is great. They keep adding new uh, areas that you can just explore. And kind of the reason Hogue talks about it a lot on the show, because it's a really easy MMO to pick up. You know how some MMOs you pick them up and they feel terrible because you're just like, oh, my God, I've missed so much. I don't know what to do. Um, yeah. And, and like, like Final Fantasy fourteen is like great game, terrible to just like pick up and play. There's like no path to just like do that. Right. It's such a hard uh, thing
0: to do from a design perspective when you have all that content and all those features and capabilities and and it's like, how do you introduce a new player to to what to do?
2: But ESO is really good at it because it's got just a very simple like you start the game, you play the opening mission and then after that you can go wherever you want. You can go to any area that you have access to and now. Uh, they're going to give access on Game Pass to all of the content, right? At every expansion, you can start just playing for free. Um, for, I think it's like for a couple months before or after the expansion comes out, and um, that's awesome. You can just you can just you know grab your sword or your uh, magic wand and just wander off and and go and find something to do and some uh, series of quests to go on. It and it's just so fantastic, and it's also. Um, one of those games that like, like Dan was talking about or s- saying he wished it was, it's one of those games you can easily play by yourself or have yeah. fun with friends. I pretty much only play it with friends, but like I play I, couple years ago, I used to play it by myself. Um, right when it was starting to get good, you know, cause I had a couple of rough years there. Like, uh, yeah. like Zenimax seems to like to do Fallout 76 is another example. Um, they like to release like half of a game and then go from there. Um, but yeah, it's it, called honestly, live service. Uh, I would say that's MMO <laughs> model actually, but yeah, know, is, it was technically shit. live service. Um, but yeah, I, I'm just really impressed by how, uh, how well ESO has grown and evolved. Um, it's crazy that it's on console. Um, and I'm really excited for Necrom. uh, the lore behind it, uh, Hermes Mora, anybody know, Daedric Prince of Forbidden Knowledge, one of the strong... Okay, I'm just gonna stop talking because y'all are bored as hell. But anyway, I'm super into uh, Elder Scrolls lore, and uh, it's really <laughs> nice uh, to to um, to see them playing with Daedric
0: Princes again. So, I'm excited nice. about it. Yeah, Dan, you missed you miss some you missed some quality ESO uh, lore. Do you want I, I, yeah, do you I want know. him to go back? Do You yeah, want to I, repeat? I, I, I can
2: tell you. Do you want to know about Hermaeus Mora? Huh? You want to know? You want to know some listen. other quest lines he's been involved in?
1: Huh? I love I love the support that you have for you know dso it's fantastic and you know they've done a great job supporting it however they have done a fantastic job yeah every time i try to get into it because i love skyrim and i love morrowind and i love oblivion to a certain extent there's there's you know it's so much there's so much content like and it's just overwhelming every time i get in there i'm just like I see everybody running around at these. I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Where do I start? Well, I don't You know have the paradox do.
2: of choice. You, they give you so yeah, much freedom. Much. You feel like you have no... Yeah, that's, yeah. So, that's funny. No, well,
0: true. I know when uh, when Hogue started talking about it a few months back, right? I, I reinstalled and I started over again. I've started that game like four times now. But I, I do agree, like, from an MMO perspective, Travis, like, you do that opening mission, which is the same opening mission it's been since... I think the game started. It's the same one yeah. I played years ago. Um, but then you get to the town and you kind of wander around. And, and someone asked, uh, Jay asked in the chat around a, a new gen version on Xbox and PS5. Um, is it on PS5? I just said that like yes. it was. Okay, yes. thank you. Yeah, yeah. This uh, is but one
2: of Fallout yeah, run- run- 76 that Microsoft is continuing to publish on PlayStation.
0: So- on both, yeah. Uh, it runs really well. Um, The update was great. It's super smooth. It's sharp looking. And um, yeah, I mean, it it really is well done. And you don't, from at least what I've seen, and Travis, you can maybe speak to this more, but I don't ever feel like I have to spend real money. Uh, There's a lot of options too. um, And they do kind of say, hey, check this out. But I don't feel like I'm lacking things to do or progress because I'm not spending money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I hope, you know, maybe they'll have a new, you know, hopefully the card game a lot, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, he did like the card game. game. He yeah. likes the
2: card game. And I think the reason Hogue liked it is because it really is just like a popcorn game. You can just pop in. You can play a little bit. It doesn't force you down any quest lines. You don't feel like you're missing anything. Like you can log on and not have played for a year and a half. And you're like, all right, I'm still right where I left off. Now there's just more stuff I can do. There's more directions to walk. Um, and I, I just think that's really, uh, it's it's just a really well-designed MMO game that doesn't feel like it gives you a lot of pressure to play it or to keep up to date or do any of that stuff unless you're trying to be emperor of the game which you can do do you guys know this about the game isn't that an achievement yeah there's an achievement it's one of the rarest achievements in the world it's for being the emperor there's only one of them every season uh you have to be the person who has like the highest pvp contribution and have do all this pve accomplishments and you kind of have to get like selected by everyone else in the game and if you get it it unlocks its own emperor skill tree that's exclusive to people that have been the emperor and it's one of the most powerful skill trees in the game yeah and so you can put your xp and your skills into the emperor class tree and it's it's like you know 20 people who played the game have it it's crazy wow. what a crazy game right there's actually that's, an article that's very online. cool but very crazy yeah there's there's an article online of, about a, a games journalist who decided he was going to become the emperor and he did and uh he wrote about it his like crazy journey to figure out like how to do it and then putting aside all the time and dedication to like get there and he explains how you can become the emperor i I read it a couple years ago and it like blew my mind i was like should i do this am i considering doing this i don't have that kind of time but it was amazing so uh, i was just gonna say it's a wild game it's a wild game
0: if you think about mmos and you think about some of the people out in the world that play these games like you know what i mean 12 14 16 yeah. 18 hours a day like yeah. i can't imagine what it would take to to do that that's pretty cool
2: yeah the answer is by the way you have to spend a lot of money that's like part of it well, you have to probably yeah, yeah. you have to yeah. spend a lot of money you have to put a, a ton of hours into it you have to get people to like you in certain factions and influential groups it's a crazy game dude what a wild game and the scrolls that's
0: yeah, wild i hadn't heard that before i don't think anyway um All right. So uh, my most anticipated game, um, which, you know, I've talked about quite a bit, is Forza Motorsports. So we got uh, Chris Asaki, um, fantastic guy, the creative director over at Turn 10, um, talked a little more about Forza, and they actually followed up the following day on the forza monthly showcase which they do every month uh it's obviously mostly horizon focused lately but they talked a little more about forza motorsport on there as well i did put up a little preview on the site with a bunch of the details just broken down if anyone's interested but um game looks absolutely incredible um they've confirmed again you know that uh it runs literally at 4k 60 within race ray tracing um some of the you know if you really want to geek out i won't do it on the show but if you really want to geek out from a Uh, simulation racing perspective there's a lot of very very cool details they've talked about so they've talked about like you know the physics engine around how the tire reaches the road and how weather affects it and how many contact points there are for each tire and you know day night cycles and weather cycles and um they talked about there's going to be 20 tracks at launch there's going to be over 500 cars over 100 cars are brand new to forza motorsport and include a bunch of modern race cars uh, which is very, very cool. So um, if you don't know, for example, a lot of the sim racers, they have um, quite a few of the uh, real racing car models, but not like up-to-date, like 2022 ones, right, for the races, and they've shown a bunch of those. Um, so there's just, I like I said, I could go on and on about this for a while, so I'll try not to drone on. But uh, super excited about this game. It continues to just um, kind of blow me away every time I see it. Uh, one of the really interesting things is... Um, he said the total physics calculations being done like during a race is more than four to five, six and seven combined. Um, so it's it's taken such a large leap forward from a physics standpoint, which, as I've said before, new engines, is real. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it's new gen only. Right. They didn't mm-hmm. have to think about Xbox one. Um, so it's it's. A lot of what many of us want out of Forza for the sim side is is the physics piece, like really nail that, right? So it feels realistic. Uh, they said that in the coming months, they're going to talk more about the new career mode um, and uh, multiplayer components. I have heard they're going to do things like race weekends where you can schedule with like a group of people where like you have dedicated races over the course of a weekend. Which is very very cool in theory. Obviously, it will depend on implementation. Um, and there's a career mode about building out a car, from what they said, and you know, kind of obviously working through that. So we'll see what that looks like. Um, obviously, the 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 big thing about uh, Forza Motorsport is that there was no release date. They just circled 2023, and um, I and I think others have heard kind of rumblings that uh, yeah, this isn't coming by June. So I posted the other day that if I had to bet, uh, I would say September, October is probably a possibility. But it's pretty clear to me that this is not going to launch in the first half of the year.
2: Question. Sure. Is this the first official delay of this game?
0: It's never had a release date so until it was
2: supposed to come out in q2 right so this is the first Uh, first half of 2023 yes 2023 so this if if, i mean they didn't officially delay it because they didn't say that it isn't coming in q2 but it sounds like this because the game is we thought this game was going to come out like maybe a year and a half ago right like just based on their normal cadence and then it sort of didn't and then the fact that they didn't announce it for that year kind of made us go oh that's surprising And so it feels like this game's been delayed like three times, but I guess this is the first unofficial real delay. So I I don't know why people are freaking out on this. I I get that it's been a while since we've had Forza Motorsport, but to me, I'm like, we'll get it when we get it. I'm sure it'll be great. Let's let's not panic. Also, we're not going to be starved for games in June. We'll be okay
0: yeah yeah no there's (laughs) june is already ridiculous um we're certainly not gonna
2: apparently (laughs) well
0: june is june is already street fighter 6 diablo 4 and um there's another big one i'm forgetting in june already um i'm
2: I'm wondering why it didn't get a date though because ains you know a lot about this game right we know they've been working on it forever the game looks finished just based on what we saw right like and, and the fact that this game has been in progress for a while yep why? Why not give it a release date?
0: Maybe I, because I think, they
1: don't have Starfield either. Like, and, and you, you can space those out. Maybe they're trying to space out those releases so where they hit that really good cadence where they drop, you know, Redfall, and then either Starfield or Forza, and then you know, finish off the year with one of the other two. You know, maybe they're maybe they're just kind of trying to see
2: where all these other ones are going to land. So they're you know, it gives them more you time. Think, to work you think it. They- the the date of starfield so they're waiting to announce when Forza is going to come out
1: i don't know i mean i would think they have an idea of when starfield is going to come out you know but i don't know if they haven't released a date yet so you know maybe they, maybe they're just trying to you know balance it so they don't hit at like you know june july or july august or you know maybe they're trying to space them out a little bit just to get, you know, for subscriptions. You know what I mean? way you can keep your subscription for a little bit longer. You know, it, That's
0: what we've talked about forever. The cadence of delivery for Game Pass part. is important to a degree.
2: So is that your theory as well, Ains?
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised if that plays into it. Um, like I said, I've said before on the show, I've literally, when I was reviewing Forza Horizon 5, I was fortunate enough to get into play test with some of the developers, uh, as well as some of the... Um, kind of in-house play testers for Forza titles before they release. And they were already playing Forza Motorsport then. And that was October of 2021, right? So the the, the builds of this game have been around for a while and they just continue to evolve it. But the, the I think part of the reason that they've been hesitant to announce a release date and it's taken so long is this, people need to understand, this is a full ground-up reboot of what Forza is, right? They, they built upon... Four to five, five for Xbox One at the time. Then they built upon that for six. They built upon it for seven. This is a a start over. It's literally a new, you know, graphics engine. It's a new tire physics engine. It's a new weather system engine. It's a new day and night cycle. Like new, they've recaptured all twenty tracks, brand new. Uh, they've recaptured all the cars and rebuilt those. They've rebuilt all the audio. Like everything is built for this new gen only with a level of kind of calculation of fidelity that wasn't possible previously um so when if you think about all the aspects that go into a a high-end racing title like this with tracks cars audio physics and then you have to add single player campaign multiplayer components webs you know all the stuff that goes into all of that it's a very broad fully featured title um and it takes a long time to get it right. and I would assume based on their history, right, turn 10 gets it right. they I can't think of a Forza that has launched poorly, right um, and I think that they're just taking their time to get it right, which I appreciate. I don't I don't care if this doesn't come out in the first half of the year. I want to play it, don't get me wrong. I'm dying to play it, but get it right. That's first and foremost. So if it takes the, the third quarter, so be it.
2: So I, I kind of don't buy that it's not ready. I, I have a theory here. My theory is okay. that my theory is that they didn't announce a release date because they want to shadow drop it at E3.
0: I'm down with that too. I think I, I think I think, they, I, I think they I want us to
2: I think I know I, I also doubt it because it's such a big title and they always make a ton of money on pre-orders and yada yada. But I, I'm wondering if they have a if they're acquiring a taste for shadow dropping things I, i feel i feel like they like the news cycle better when there's not a lot of hype for it that way you know they can just be like boom game out now you play it here's the you know and then and then you get all the good social media immediately because people weren't expecting to play it i'm wondering if They intentionally didn't give it a release date because they want to surprise people by being like, you can play it today. The next time they show it, Uh, that's, that's my, that's really the only theory I have because yes, it's true. Forza games typically come out in the fall and this could be a fall game. Maybe they just missed their deadline, but they've had so much time. We've seen it so many times. I feel like, I feel like the game's done and they're just not telling us. That's my theory.
0: I'll tell you what uh i'll 99 I'll likely be at e3 i will 95 likely be at the xbox showcase and if they come out and say you can play forza now you're gonna see one guy get up and just walk out of it that guy going? That will be me and i'll be walking back to my hotel room to start playing forza uh, so um yeah we'll we'll see but uh yeah i don't know i the more I see of this game, the more I kind of read on the details and really dive into anything. Like I said, I covered a lot of the bullets on that article I put up. Um, it, it's it's pretty incredible, and if they nail if they nail the online component right, so that people can structure things properly, and they nail the the new physics stuff, which is obviously sounds like they're going to, they're going to have a huge huge hit on their hands. Um, and I think the fact, of course, that because of game pass so many people can just try it who might not have otherwise bought a sim racer you know at full price um this i think this is going to be a big one so i'm pumped about it
1: all right well here's a big question does this game assuming that everything that we've just talked about hits it's the most amazing yeah. racing game ever does it break through and get nominated for game of the year at the no
2: game never <laughs> no no really? i don't think never. it does they give it their own Trust category. Me. Best sports racing yeah. game, Dan. They do uh, not yeah. care about racing games with the award.
0: There, there is so much disrespect for really? what a racing game like this accomplishes from a game development right. standpoint. The I, it, it drives me crazy every time, but no. And, and then even to the double down on that, Dan, right? Like we know what types of games typically win game of the year, right? Either it does something absolutely extraordinary or it's narrative – you know, based action game. Right. Um, and think about what's already coming out this year. You've got new Zelda, which just the name alone basically puts it in the game of the year conversation. You've got Diablo four, you've got Starfield. Um, you've got possibly Hogwarts legacy, depending on how that lands. There's just, there's already a list of titles we know are coming this year, despite everything else. Uh, final fantasy 16, uh, despite everything else that we don't know about that, uh, There's no way in hell Forza Motorsport gets nominated for Game of the Year. It's BS.
2: I'll say this. IGN, it's Game of the Year. Was it 2021? Forza Horizon 5. That's all I'll say. We're doing good work over there. That's all
0: I'm saying. I I will just say that uh, we were the same way at at SG. Uh, A little bit smaller than IGN. Slightly. Um, You know, a little bit. But but, uh, yeah, Forza Horizon 5 was uh, our Game of the Year. I gave that game a 10. That game is phenomenal.
1: It's not going to get nominated.
0: It's not going to get nominated. It's not gonna get game nominated. of the Year? No. You're not uh, even close. No. Um, yeah, I, I just, as well, especially, and obviously I'm biased, right? Because I, I'm into these games. I'm into racing, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. But I just, I don't know why they get overlooked as, oh, that looks nice. Oh, it's just a racing game. It's like, do you know what goes into making it run and play and look like that? Like, I know why. Go for it. Because
2: the racing and car fan and nerd overlap is a very uh, small Venn diagram. You know what I mean? There's like only a, a few of us. There's a few of them. <laughs> and I, I, I just, that's why. It's because nerds like superheroes <laughs> and, you know, shooters and that sort of stuff. And cars aren't really their thing. But I love the nerds that like cars. Those people are cool, like you, with the notable exception of Ains. Uh, you know those those are those are my people so um, yeah I I, I I think that's honestly it I just think the overlap the interest is not very high it's a Venn diagram with a very small shared little space yeah. there in the middle
0: which so. is weird because like Horizon 5 we know how many people play that game right it continues to be one of the most played games on mm-hmm. Xbox and and broadly and we know Forza Motorsport and, and Gran Turismo on the PlayStation side sell a ton of copies, right? Like it's a very popular game, but they, they do seem separate from the, yeah. the, the Zelda players. FIFA. And the, the
2: yeah. FIFA is a great game. Most years it's never been nominated because, because gamers don't care about sports. They're nerds. You know what I mean? It's re- awesome. it really is just the audience. And, and what's crazy. What's crazy is there's so many jocks <laughs> that own an Xbox just to play FIFA and they spend a ton of money. They're a reliable sale every year. And, you know, I know a lot of them just personally. And, and, uh, they they don't care who gets nominated for games, so they're not even they're not even complaining, right? They don't know what the Game Awards is. They just play FIFA. But that's uh, a
1: huge difference, though. You're you're, yeah. you're talking about a game that's going to basically change the genre of racing games, probably. I'm assuming, and FIFA that basically they can't they can't even be bothered to change the banners on the stadiums to say FIFA 23. And they still say 2021. 20, I'm, you know, I'm,
2: I'm not saying <laughs> FIFA is groundbreaking. I'm saying in the past, though, FIFA games have been like really damn good. Like, you know, years, years past where they were actually making big innovations in the space. And I mean, there's a lot of sports games you could mention. You're a big fan of the show, right? Those games would yeah. never get nominated. Never. And we all no, know, why. I, I we that, know why. We know why. Right. Because yeah.
1: they're the same game from the year before. That's the but problem. At some
2: point they were original. We can agree on Not that, right? Really? <laughs> it, it, you know, they, they just. I don't, I don't to know. Stay here, to all right? They just continue to <laughs> add know. stuff to it. Listen,
1: I mean, I, like Madden. Wait, know, wait, wait! Do I get to use
0: thing. this? Wait, is Midnight Jury Midnight still wait. in the chat? Do I get to use this? Bam!
1: There's no, there's no comparison between a game like Forza Seven or Forza Horizon Five, for example. Which again, they continue it. every release they release, they change it, they change the the the. The, just the you know, what a game should be. Madden is, you know, hey, you can, you know, you can celebrate a little bit different in the end zone this year. It's like, you know, and and that's it, you know, or they, 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 hey, we got a pink ball for October. I, who are you arguing dancer. against? Exactly.
0: I, <laughs> I, agree,
1: I agree with
2: you. I think I he's
0: arguing against himself yeah, at
2: I, this, I this point. <laughs> I, I think he's just venting at this point. I'm, I'm, i have by the hour a you your therapist. <laughs> what is yeah. it? watching this, and
1: I know you are, you know. Come on, man. Celebrate technical <laughs> achievements, you
0: know. Th- that uh, I absolutely great. agree with. By the but way, I did not make a verse that is just Dan's square. So yeah. it's just yeah. Dan against I mean, himself. You,
2: you need, a to, a you need to, to replace your square with another square <laughs> with Dan. So he's just fighting <laughs> with himself. Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, man. No. Nope. Uh, I did create those this week, though. so now in case Travis wants to go, you know, we, yeah. we can go. Yeah. You know, I'm ready. Is right. there
2: not one for you two? It's just you guys assume <laughs> I'm going to be involved in the fight. <laughs> Wait, Is there I a, one for Travis? Why am I always Hulk's adversarial?
0: <laughs> no, I got to make one for Travis and Hoag's Picture <laughs> <laughs> that—that's fantastic. Oh
2: my <laughs> god! <laughs> just just, just me. I, you guys never fight. It's only me. That's
0: so no, and I, I'm going to make sure it's on the gold frame version too. So there's just oh, the verses right here. Man. Too. i'll make extras for next week I'm,
2: I'm, by the I'm way can i just comment on stuff. the poll the poll yeah. is a blowout at this point for it was also rigged you guys it is rigged first of all yes. have you ever it's seen it's rigged yeah. you, yeah, it you had people you had people admitting you then, people admitting in the comments that they were having multiple accounts to vote for it. All right. You wrote gold, all caps with an exclamation yes. point. Matching didn't even get a capitalized letter. It's like <laughs> yeah. in the smallest was, spot possible. Yeah. was okay. purely by accident. And, yeah. Okay. And... <laughs> And the worst part, they got the Travis endorsement on matching, which hurt the vote. Obviously, because clearly, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm like that politician that endorses someone, and then the the person's like, <laughs> don't, don't, you know, don't, don't 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 endorse me. Uh, yeah,
0: so, uh, yeah. Oh my anyway. god! Um, by the way, we did get a uh, did get a super chat uh, from our brother Fatboy Boy Har <clears throat> on Forza.
1: Five pounds. Uh, Again, I go back to all Forzas having have been in September, October, November since Forza Three. Yeah, so I mean, it probably makes. Yeah,
0: it's true. It's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So I, you know, we'll see. I the thing that really struck me. I'm always uh, very cognizant of the way people word things when they're presenting. Like Phil Spencer is a masterful wordsmith when it comes to like they'll ask him exactly something specific about a studio or a game or delivery he always finds a way to word it just in a way that says enough without telling you anything um and it's it's just funny so i always pay attention to that stuff but chris Saki said on the forza monthly uh after the developer showcase He said, uh, we're super excited about showing you the new career mode and the new multiplayer components in the coming months. And as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, it's not releasing by June. You know, there's just no way Um, because that means that, you know, they're probably going to do a Forza monthly or they're going to do another showcase, what have you. Um, Now, that doesn't detract from Travis's shadow drop, but I don't think they shadow drop Forza. Um, be awesome let's
2: hope so. though right. every- you're in the you're in the microsoft theater all the lights go off it's pitch black suddenly you hear the roar of an engine yeah uh, lights go onto the audience's faces like they're you know uh, headlights turning on suddenly from the ceiling a giant you know car a bugatti just like comes down from the ceiling lands on the stage out today yeah Bill Spencer side. gets out of the car, the Bugatti that sits <laughs> on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to E3 2023. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, man.
0: And then everyone who watches Big Cast sees that little ant go running up the aisle out of there, And they're like, there goes Ains. I it's see Zane's. him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, man.
0: Too funny. Uh, I hope right. that to be true. But Fatboy, thank you, brother. Appreciate the super chat. And uh, I think we got another one right as we yeah, were talking, right? Theory. Yeah, so I'm glad the verses is back. Thank you for $5 <laughs> in the chat. I am too. Yeah. I'll create new variations we- for next week, but I had to get those in at least.
1: Yeah. So, so if everybody, anybody knows, Hogue is actually tweeting now. You can see it on his. He, he is. He's he, he responded to our DMs a couple times. Have we asked him his preference on his, uh, his picture or slash memorial picture? Uh, <laughs> which one? Uh, I think Gilded. We
0: it is Gilded Hoag. Thank you. Okay. Yeah.
2: We can say whatever you want. It yeah. looks like it's from a funeral. So we have not read, asked if him. If I were writing yeah. the poll, that's what I would do. Mine would yeah. be normal. And then the other one would be Hogue is dead. Those would be the two options. <laughs> <laughs> and and all caps. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's because you don't Rit. like democracy. All right. We've had that's, a fair is, vote. That is, We've done that a is recount. That's completely true. I do
2: not like democracy. <laughs> it's, 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 right.
0: Jerry Fatboy, thank you for the super chat. Um, I, I think it's clear, guys. You know, gold two-time winner two-time gold champion is gold
2: really the problem with democracy is the voters isn't it it's always been the problem they're just <laughs> you can't trust them you know uh, the people uh. don't know jack it's unfortunate <laughs>
0: um all right uh yeah the only other thing obviously starfield they uh dedicated to showcase some coming soon so obviously we'll talk more about that when it comes what is uh i i don't know if we've said this directly recently but what is your guys's hype level for starfield as it sits today
1: uh out of what let's
2: just say well, right I mean here. just yeah yeah
1: I just don't know and I mean I guess that's the thing. you know it's just like I love fallout I love sky I love I love everything these guys have done you know despite the bugs and stuff so this seems super ambitious I'm I just want to see more, so I don't know, man. It's, it's There's a lot of unknowns, I guess, though, with Starfield for me. I still don't even know what kind of game it is. So I,
0: Okay, so I don't get that. I, I, I don't get when people say I don't know what kind of game it is. We what had is a 30-minute presentation on it. How can you not know what it is?
1: I, I, just, I just don't know 100%. Is it fallout in space? Like how people have said before, is it Skyrim in space? You know, which I feel like kind of probably takes it down to a, a very low level, but I, I don't know. I don't know idea. Is it gonna be sixty FPS? Tell me that. That's a well sure. We question. don't we
0: don't know that, right? We don't know the specific yeah. details around how the game's gonna run, a blah blah blah. But I mean the core details of what it is, the factions, the planets, the looting, the combat, like we've seen all that. Yeah.
2: Have we seen the combat? I don't ever seen the combat. So yeah, we've we have seen that. Yeah. Uh oh, sure. I will say it's this so much to pay attention, man. they've not they've not, <clears> shown, <throat> they've not shown they've not shown as much as I think people are expecting, there's a lot of people, obviously. And I'll say my, my hype level is I trust Bethesda as a studio. I think they've earned that they've made great games in the past. Very few, uh, high profile slip ups. Um, all of their games have, uh, that certain feel to them where when they come out, they seem like they change things. They change the industry a lot. So I'm hyped purely from a historical perspective in terms of the actual game. Nothing really. I, I like the studio and I trust that whatever they put out is probably going to be really cool. Um, but I, I've not seen anything about this specific game that makes me like extra excited. They haven't sold me on this exact game yet, but you know, Bethesda proper, they're a great studio. So if you know anything about the games industry or about Bethesda, you probably have your eye on that because you're like, look, these guys, yes. every time they release something, it shakes stuff up. But in terms of this actual game, we'll see. We'll see. I've I'm excited to see more. I think they're going to blow it up, right? When when they're close, when they actually have a hard release date, they're feeling confident about it. They'll do their usual PR blitz, and they'll announce like so much stuff. Todd Howard will talk about the game for like three hours, and we'll all be like, <laughs> oh, my God, I need this game tomorrow, and then it'll come out in like three months or whatever because that's that's usually the Bethesda move. Um, <clears throat> but uh, I, I don't feel like we're there yet, and I, I don't think um, they even necessarily want that hype train moving just yet. I feel like they they they've got it right where they want it and they'll like they'll hit the accelerator once they're uh confident that that the game's going to come out and they they have stuff to show people. So we'll see.
0: Okay. I should be reviewing that one. Um I hope you are as well, Travis. That would be awesome. No, uh, what? No. Come on.
2: <laughs> I yeah, you, yeah, you get why to not? review it because you own the site, bro. I'm not <laughs> reviewing that. No, I'm that's not reviewing half that? Half because because one 100%. of my coworkers is Ryan McCaffrey. You think I'm going to review that <laughs> game? Zero percent chance, bro. Zero What
0: about Forza? Chance. What about Forza?
2: No. Not going to happen. I would volunteer Red for it. Red no, dude. I can't get that. The fact that I'm getting Hogwarts Legacy is insane to me, and it's only happening because everybody else is too afraid to review it. That's literally it. Fantastic. So, no. yeah. Love
0: it. I, I hope they're making a Postal 5. Oh, God. <laughs> i spongebob
2: squarepants okay that's the game's i review <laughs> spongebob squarepants Shake. you can see my review tomorrow morning it's gonna, uh, it's
0: gonna be big um i i i think about something like starfield right from a review perspective and think about how daunting that is like mm-hmm. that's gonna be a ridiculously large game to try and review i hope they uh have that plan weeks in advance but we'll see um <clears throat> All what right. So hype? we'll what, talk more what, about
1: what's your hype for? You never said.
0: Like oh. My, 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 um
1: Forza 7 for me is probably way way up here and Starfield's kind of like right Forza
0: up. Motorsport you mean Seven's yeah. the old one. Oh yeah, I no, am sorry, uh, Motorsport. Yeah. Um it's uh, it, it's kind of funny. I w- I would think Starfield and Forza are pretty similar for me. Uh in the sense of Forza, I'm wow. incredibly hyped for because I know what to expect out of it fully, right? Uh, other than the career details and stuff, but I know I'm going to put dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of hours into Forza. Starfield is like, it could either be one of my favorite games of all time, or it can just be really good, but it's going to at least be really good, right? Like I know I'm going to put a lot of time into that game, no matter what, if it's well polished and as kind of everything we hope it's going to be, it could be one of the all-time crates. So that's where I'm at but I agree with you guys. Like I do agree. We need to see more and no more, but we we've seen, I think we've seen quite a bit of that game for what it is. Um, but you know, obviously like Travis said, the, the marketing blitz for that game will start. It's the biggest game they've released in a very long time. Uh, it's, it's critical to Bethesda and it's critical to Xbox. And, um, I think it's going to just, they're going to blow the doors off for it. They already launched. If you didn't see, they already launched merch this week. There's all kinds of new Starfield merch you can buy. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, you know, it's slowly ramping up. So we'll see. Um, Where was I? Uh, What was I thinking about? Can't remember now. Lost my train of thought. Um, The only other thing I want to... That definitely wasn't it. I (laughs) think
2: that
0: was it. The only other thing I want to mention today, as we sit here today, we're three weeks out, just over, from... PlayStation VR2's launch and we didn't talk about it last week but we got we got the um, kind of their launch window games right they talked more about the games that were coming they did a little uh, PlayStation blog where they gave trailers of a bunch of games that are coming and there's some cool stuff there there's some reimagined existing VR games obviously call of the mountain is getting a lot of praise from the the people who have played it on the VR side but is it surprising to you guys anyone in chat as well anyone listening surprising that we're three weeks out we haven't gotten like a psvr2 state of play or something dedicated to really get people hyped for it it feels like it's it's just kind of like coming and no one's really it's anecdotal but no one feels it doesn't feel like there's a lot of hype
2: i don't know if that is um not the usual case (laughs) for vr i mean think think about every vr headset out there where 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 was the hype behind them you know what i mean like The steam put out a $1,000 VR headset and you know, have you seen a commercial for it? (laughs) Did they do a press release about it? No, Um, I think, uh, I think VR just tends to hit different. I think the people that are really in that community know how to find that news, it's kind of like you with halo Ains. like, you know, everything about (laughs) halo and you're like, oh yeah, I read the blog every week. And I think that people in VR, they have ways of getting news but it's not really the mainstream thing that playstation is going to spend a lot of time talking about i think once it comes out and they see some momentum they'll talk about it but it's a high-end product for a very specific audience for people who own ps5s which itself is a niche market people who own ps5s um, and have you know disposable income to drop on a really expensive headset so i think they're probably doing the right thing by keeping it low-key it's going to be one of those things where you know, you launch it, you let the earlier adopters know how to get it and have some stuff for them, but you really don't start talking about it boastfully until you have some games that are killer. And I think they need to show their killer apps first, and then they can then they can market it and be like, "Hey, it's expensive, but it's worth it. Look at this crazy stuff you could do." So I actually think they're probably doing the right choice by not really talking about it until they've got um, some successes on it, and then they can start marketing it. It is a surprisingly humble. Uh, strategy for sony because yeah. they have they typically do not do that right like they come out and they go yeah this is going to be the best thing ever and yeah it's, you know you should <laughs> buy it for-. and they're they're sort of not doing that which i would like i i kind of i kind of like that strategy we'll see if they if they can um support it and and, and do that sort of thing but i was happy with that list they showed of games uh yeah i, I, yeah, yeah, I think there were a lot of there were a lot of interesting ones on there so
0: yeah, I watch I think, a lot of the uh YouTube trailers. Um they they released like fourteen trailers in one day and I watched a bunch of them yeah. and there's some there's some cool stuff in there. Go ahead, Dan. It also
2: might be a little tone oh. deaf to like at the height of the of the recession while a bunch of layoffs are happening to like advertise a six hundred dollar <laughs> headset. Like, yeah.
0: They just released a two hundred dollar controller. I mean I know. Yeah. I know. It's just it's just crazy like the
2: height of like luxury items. It's like, you know, right, right. Everybody's laying off and they're like, anyway, I know you guys can't afford you can't buy eggs right now in the country, but here's a here's a six hundred dollar headset. We'll a
0: trade a dozen eggs. eggs for PSVR two. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Go ahead, Dan. You were gonna say something.
1: I, I just don't think. I think R J H in the chat said um, it, it's the the probably the cost of advertising based on what you're gonna you know what the uh, what you're gonna get from that advertising probably doesn't make sense. You know, mm-hmm. especially with the high price True. point so so True. Think, it,
2: actually that, that's a good point dan because they already sold yeah. their two million copies didn't they say it was like two million those are probably all gone yeah. so who, who are so, they advertising so, to right you
1: know? they're, they're not yeah why even say anything um and that's great for them you know i hopefully it's a hit and it, it kind of brings it a little bit more into the mainstream i don't know if that will happen you know but uh, <clears> hopefully it's awesome i'm, I'm glad i i'm, I'm getting a little bit that you know i didn't i mean i i, I guess i still can but um uh, I'm starting if you, to see, if the, see the, the older games game. you know like getting updates like well we're going to update it for the PS VR 2. I was like well, there's yeah, a lot like, I guess yeah there's a bunch yeah. you know so I was yeah. just like because that was one of my main concerns it's like I have all these PS VR one games that I can't play on this new system and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah we're gonna and, and a lot of the companies a lot of the dev teams are like yeah we're gonna upgrade it for the new system I'm like oh shit so now I'm in that
0: like, <laughs> grab it
1: or you know you know i, I need to go well, we Y and say hey you're to update can, the hitman one which was pure trash because damn
0: we can uh gonna, do the same thing again i mean i'll have it in a few weeks here you can always come over check it out yeah, see what you think do that. Yep. so um the luxury of living close together um yeah. <clears throat> yeah i don't know i i i see all the points and i i generally agree with everything you guys said and chat said and it, it I agree that you know this is more of a niche item it's not playstation 5 direct right like something dedicated to playstation 5 players um and all of them so i I get all that i just i don't know i kind of expected you've got it's a really nice piece of tech right uh it has the it has the ability to align itself with um such a fast-selling console right And, and community in the playstation sense and it just feels i i don't know it just feels like they'd be talking about it more but maybe that's just me
2: well, if it is dead on arrival, as Hogue predicted a couple months yeah. ago, we'll have to put it on the screen, uh, embroidered in a gold frame, so that people <laughs> know that it's dead.
0: <laughs> we'll have it on the left, a little PSVR two with yeah. a gold, gold frame. frame. yeah. yeah.
2: That yeah. way, people will know without any ambiguousness that it is dead.
0: You just you can't accept the election results, and that is the sign of someone who. I, I Uh, has bigger problems.
2: I can absolutely accept that most people don't have taste. (laughs) Trust me. It's my profession, pretty much.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway, um... Yeah, anyway, that was the last thing I was going to cover today. Um got a, a lot of stuff coming up. Uh as always, uh you know, a lot of people in the chat here. Please hit that like button if you're enjoying it. Share this out to, to the gaming community. We've gotten a lot of um a lot of really nice commentary lately. Uh I we got a comment last week. Oh, uh someone who had never found Season Gaming or the Big Cast before watched our show with Mark Dara. I've remembered his name this week, thank God. Um and they said this is literally some of the best video game gaming content he's ever watched uh and i said thank you that's awesome <laughs> you know
2: super low <laughs> <laughs> who did he attribute but, uh, all that greatness to out of us was, been watching, yeah. was there a breakout
0: uh, uh could have been gilded hoag
2: probably
1: not gilded hoag
0: <laughs> <laughs> but uh you know comments like that are, are super appreciated right if you enjoy the it content awesome. um yeah, it's it's really cool. So thank you for that. Um, we got a late super chat, Rob. I think you do this on purpose. I'm watching you over there. I um, wait word. to see Dan pronounce this. No, word. I
1: can't even pronounce that word. Is that R eight or or hmm. is that an A or what the hell word is that? Go ahead, Travis. Why don't you read this? No, because I can't no, read it's it. Fine.
2: I I'm I'm literally can't. I, mean, I have
1: no idea what the hell that word is. This is, is this Hoge Shadow account? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the gold frame wins again in an entirely fair non-biased democratic poll how about that what the hell is that word i've never seen that word in my life or it, it means uh, to
2: be gilded framed with gold
1: that's yeah why don't you just say gold sorry robert <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: he was he was, he was he was using he was using could be referring capital. to just a color he was no. referring
2: to the. Uh, he was using the vocabulary of someone who would have a gold picture frame, right? Okay, so <laughs> how do you pronounce that word then?
0: Like Hogue, like Hogue, okay. Orient Orieat. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, um, but
0: it's yeah. There's a distinction, rare, right? It's not gold to color, as as Travis said. It's it's uh, gold, kind of um, uh, not. Embro- I almost said embroidered. That's not right. Like gold layered. Um, mm. Has a gold layer on top of it.
2: Yeah, so, I, I, I thought, thought it. Meant... Fletcher comes this... in
1: and says, "Or having the color of gold."
2: Yeah, That's yeah. It. My understanding was the word so, means right. like to be like highly decorated. It's right. almost like a synonym for like gaudy. Is the way I've always perceived gaudy, that word. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like something that was you like sprayed gold on it because you're you know just a <laughs> you know a tactless horror is how I would describe oh. it.
0: Yeah, go Gecko's ahead. right. I described gilded, not orient, uh, denoting, yeah, yeah. made up, or having the color of gold. You uh, go. yeah, yeah. Well, thanks, so,
1: Rob, for the $5. And uh, <laughs> uh, could you just say gold? But, uh, for maybe, <laughs> I think he was using that, that word maybe. to
2: make fun of the people who voted for it, maybe. That'd be my
0: interpretation be. of the word. I don't know. Yeah, well, I'm going to go ahead and put it back up there. Since it it won again. So, all right, (laughs) let's go ahead and close this one out. Uh, It's been a great day today. Uh, Chad, thank you so much for hanging out with us as always. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. If you're listening to this later, as always, thank you so much. Uh, We've got a few things on the SG side. So our review of uh, Hi-Fi Rush is out there. Got a review of Dead Space uh i think um our review of dead space is coming a little later because zach who's reviewing it is like a dead space fanatic he knows like all the lore of dead space all the comics the graphic novels so he's replaying this and kind of doing the review from a perspective of someone who's a fanatic and and where the uh the remake stands so look for that either tomorrow or tuesday i think um Power chords out there, it's a little indie game. It's like a roguelite uh card battler based around heavy metal, which is kind of crazy. So we got a review of that up as well. The, uh the Hogwarts movie? Legacy. No, heavy no, it's a game.
1: Movie? Based on you said based on heavy metal. No, like the, no, like
0: heavy metal, the music, the, music, the oh, genre. The music. Man, that was a good movie back in the back in the
1: 80s. <laughs> it was, was, it was. Yeah. <laughs> was like, oh um, man, this is great.
0: <laughs> we got hogwarts legacy coverage inbound uh and then on the channel side look for videos of a new statue i'm doing go figure um and then uh like i said more deeper kind of thoughts on the dual sense edge as well so travis what you got man
2: um yeah you can read my review of spongebob squarepants the cosmic shake uh tomorrow morning uh and then i've got oh hmm I have other stuff I'm working on that I can't talk about. Unfortunately, I'm still kind of in a dark period. Uh, not dark like depressing, dark as in I'm going close. Um, but also depressing. Also depressing. Yeah. yeah. Every part of my life is just yeah. implicitly depressing. Uh, but yeah, uh, my my the thing I'm working on right now that I can uh tell you I'm working on is I'm reviewing Hogwarts Legacy. Uh that review will not be live the next time we do Bitcast. I think the embargo lifts on the Monday after. So I will have beaten Hogwarts Legacy by the next time uh, we sit down here, but I will not be able to tell you anything about it, so don't ask me. Um, and uh, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, soon, uh, Dark Wizard Travis confirmed. I wouldn't call me a dark wizard. I would tell you that the Sorting Hat immediately threw me into Slytherin with absolutely no uh, question about it. So it um, makes sense. There you go. Yeah, there's that. So game um, sounds good so far. Yep, it's <laughs> <you're> real. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wear that with a badge of honor, sir. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I, I'm working on stuff. Um, you can read my preview of Wanted Dead um, if you'd like, and uh, follow me on Twitter at TyguyTravis if you want to hear my opinions. If not, then
0: don't. All
1: right. I'll follow you.
0: That's it. Thanks, yeah. Dan. No problem. Pre- <laughs> you got one you got one, you got one. No all one. right <laughs> all right as always thank you for hanging out with us thanks for tuning in and listening love the support appreciate all of you and uh we will be back next sunday with a broader conversation on other releases and ian Runkle. like i said so it should be fun having uh he's never joined us on big cast before should be a hell of a fun show uh hope you can tune in and join us live uh until then have a good week we will see you next sunday
2: mcclunky